0: I'm going to go get a drink. I'll be back. Okay. Whoa, that was a fun sound. Yeah. Wow. That's
1: a very strange sound.
0: Yeah, it's Trisha.
1: So my Twitter feed just took over the Deathly Hallows. The trailer just took over my Twitter feed, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is really funny because there's a baseball game going on and the baseball people are going, what's going
0: on? <laughs> <laughs> so that didn't work. I tried to share the um, trailer, and it's not letting me do it. There it goes. I'm just putting it Uh, on my Facebook thing.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the Facebook Harry Potter page is posted in their videos now.
0: Yeah, because everybody's done it. (laughs) Really? Yeah, Leaky's got it, Um, Uh, uh, Harry Potter has it, another Harry Potter has
3: it. I'm, I'm. What I'm surprised about right now is because of Luna, um, Luna's, Luna's dad, and, and the destruction of the house. I mean, that's. I didn't think they would go that far in part one. Well, they, I thought they, part they,
4: one was ending with the question of Hallows or Horcruxes. It is. Yeah. If I, I like, I always thought, thought that would be. I always thought that would be. Ever since I heard that they were doing it in two parts, I always thought that would be a great end to part one, where he's just sitting there going Hallows or Horcruxes.
1: I disagree. I've said all along that I thought that the split should have been. Um, I thought it was before Silver the, Doe. Uh, no, I, I thought it should have, yeah, it, it should have been right before Silver Doe. Mm-hmm. I, I always thought that the end of the first movie should be after Godric's Hollow. Because if you look okay. at it from a cinematic point of view, cinematically, you have to end on a high. And you have to start on a high. Mm-hmm. And if you end it after Godric's Hollow and the despair that they have because Harry's wand is broken you're ending it on a cliffhanger. And then the the next thing we have is we have the Silver Doe, and that opens yeah. the second movie. I That's how I always I, I, li-
5: always I, li- I, I that like that, that it but
1: I, I like the idea of the second movie, of, like,
4: that whole, the day of the Battle of Hogwarts is going to take up the entire second movie, because it's all the yeah. same day. They get up, they leave right. Shell Cottage, they go to Gringotts. It's the same uh, day. Yeah,
1: it's the same 24-hour period. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the period of time where they go, and they actually... When they get up in the morning and Hermione takes the Polyjuice Potion, at that point, it's 24 hours right. for the rest of the book. Yeah, <laughs> I'm
5: sure. just like,
2: I, if did they there, did it. Now I'm, like, sorry, sorry. Wait, yeah. this, like, <laughs>
5: I'm
4: What did you say, Scott?
5: <laughs>
2: just you guys saying that made me picture if they were doing it like a TV show and you'd open and zoom straight down into the battle and somebody would be yelling Avada Kedavra at somebody else and just before their head it goes... 24 hours earlier and everybody goes <laughs> <laughs> rewind.
0: Previously on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just mean. And then they mm-hmm. do the title sequence
2: oh, and then it opens with people waking up at Shell Cottage or wherever. <laughs> what, is it, oh, I what
0: were you going to say? P.S.?
4: I was going to say I like that putting the split here gives the second, the beginning of the second movie with them getting, getting up and going through their plan. It's like you know, it has
1: this
4: feeling of like, like a man kind of thing.
1: Wow, we're getting
3: static. <laughs> I know
0: it was Trisha, but now it sounds like it's coming from P.S. So, hang
3: on, I gotta get Trisha up where I can Let's see the storm. I'm here. Yeah, I was putting myself on mute because I thought Arc was calling me. Well,
1: strangely enough, it's usually just when you're talking.
0: <laughs> it's a weird thing.
1: No, it's like it's the telephone. It's like the transmission on the phone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because we don't yeah. hear it, and then when you start to talk, I hear. Oh, really? Well, see, I know, but I heard it. It can't be me because I could hear
4: the
3: static. Right. You know what? I'm hearing static when P.S. is now talking, too.
1: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's a conspiracy.
3: How's this? We'll How's
0: this? How's this? That sounds better.
2: Yeah. Every when time you're changing things, bad. we get a little thing of static, and then but, you ask but, how it is, but. and it's much better. Yeah. <laughs> so.
3: Just tell me, if it is. it like it? Is it happening now or not? Yes. Yeah,
2: not as bad as it has been, but it's still there.
3: Okay, I'm gonna put myself on mute again. Sorry. What are you doing? Wow, it's when you put it on mute that it does it.
2: Mm -hmm. It's 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 a switch on on your your microphone or something like that.
0: Yeah, it's really weird. Trisha? She's yelling at her son. Nope, she's back. She made that funny sound. Back, Trisha. Okay, I'll stop doing that now.
1: It's your it's your mute button.
0: It's a very weird. Okay. Yeah, don't use it. Muted on Skype. Okay, I'm not.
3: There's a mute on Skype. Yeah. Yeah. You look at the yeah.
0: Skype conference call. It's a microphone a with microphone, a line through it. Click on that; it'll make everything quiet. Yeah, yeah okay, it'll Sorry. Well, oh, it'll put us you awesome <laughs> on You're not going to yell okay. at him anymore. Famous last words. Yeah, really.
1: <laughs> She's not going to yell at him for the next five minutes. You mean? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I'm trying to yeah. get Ryan, but he's not answering me.
1: He needs to tell the
4: boat on, on um. <sighs> I know. Public. I want him to come on. If he's not coming on, we're, we're podcasting tomorrow, so he can tell it then.
0: You're death roll. <laughs> do you know the story, Scott? Uh,
2: I know that he was apparently invited onto Melinda's boat. I know nothing else. Yeah, well, that Jen, was Jen it.
0: the boat overheated and they ended up having to get towed. In-
4: okay. I offered to call the merchant marines, but then my phone ran out of battery. <laughs>
0: they, they got oh, stuck God. in front of a Hilton, apparently, which was fun for everybody except for one of Melinda's sons who had somewhere to be. But everybody else had a blast. Sue, what?
1: Sue I had no idea that you had posted anything about the boat being upside down.
0: What boat upside down? What are you talking about? The, the boat. boat. The boat. The boat. boat. Oh, well, yeah, that was the first I had, thing we I thought of. Had,
1: well, no, I mean, you posted that on Sunday morning, mm-hmm. just as long as it's not upside down. I didn't see that. And remember when I said, oh, I just, did you see what I just wrote? And, you know, I wrote, I hope yeah. it's not upside down. Yeah. I hope it wasn't upside down. I had no idea that you had posted the same thing in, uh, 24 hours before.
0: Huh. I mean, we all went there.
1: Great minds think alike.
0: Ryan Facebook and Jen... does that sometimes. It'll, like, hide things from you. Oh, I know. Ryan... I hate it. Ryan and Jenna Melinda's boat. It was going to be upside down at some point. You just knew it was going to happen. So long as there weren't weren't Inferni. Any what? Inferi?
1: Inferni.
0: Inferni.
2: Inferni. It's Chad. It's got to be Inferni. Yeah. Oh, God. those
0: Inferni.
2: Yeah. I don't know what they are. They're some sort of walking plant creature or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, they're Inferni. It's Mike. Yeah. They're green. (laughs) The venomous They're detectives. leafy! <laughs> <It's
1: scary. laughs> oh, oh boy. man. What are we going to do?
0: We should podcast. Well, Ryan's not answering. I'm just sending him message after message. And he's just ignoring me. He's probably gone again.
1: He's ignoring you because he, he knows that you're going to tease him about the boat.
0: I've already teased him about the boat. Maybe. I want to know if he teased Melinda about the thong. That's what I want to know. God.
1: I want to know if Leo was wearing it. <laughs>
5: I don't, I don't know.
1: want anybody <laughs> 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 I'm a All right, I will tell the story. Melinda went to the Patriots game, was it two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And Leo and her son went to the gift shop and came back, and they brought Melinda this tricorn hat that was huge. So she pulled it out of the bag, and a little white thing fell out of the bag, too. And then she picked it up, and it was a Patriots song. Apparently it was a big hit in the <laughs> okay. section
0: she was sitting in. People wanted her to put it she on She was the very city. embarrassed. It would be a camera.
1: I told her that, I. that's why I said, okay, Melinda's not wearing it, It's Leo. <laughs> you
3: need to to eat the teacher, whatever, that um, Muggle's teacher.
1: Who said that, you know, you're really excited, now that you've seen the trailer, you're really excited to see this movie. I can watch the trailer for Order of the Phoenix, and it makes me hold my breath the entire time. Still, three years later.
4: My magical trailer moment was... Prisoner of Azkaban. Like, I watched that thing over and over again.
1: That was pre-fandom for me.
4: That was what mm. got me into Harry Potter.
1: Gosh, I feel like such an old fandom person.
0: So, he can't come and tell us. He's cleaning and dead tired.
3: Oh. Yeah, likely. Oh, well.
1: Excuse.
0: The pictures set her up. He's either carrying Lee or chasing Lee or holding on to Lee. So, I'm sure he's exhausted. <laughs>
5: mm-hmm.
0: And on that oh. note, I think we should start away from the sun. Kelly, this is your but, pick. But, Would you like to start it? Yeah.
6: Hey, Ron. The next time. Yeah.
4: In this episode, we feature typically Pufuanian on topic discussion.
2: Not only entertaining, but educational oh, wow. as <laughs> well.
4: I can touch my toes to the faucet. I can turn on the sink with my feet. It's like the Manhattan
2: Project. Don't take a piss <laughs> this, guys. You guys are the most dysfunctional people. <laughs> no, are
4: <they're>
2: not! <laughs> we
6: will always laugh before the end. I of
2: it, we clean. Where the story never ends. Mm-hmm. Welcome
1: to Potterfic Weekly. I'm Kelly. I'm
3: Sue. I'm Scott. I'm Trisha, and I'm P.S. <laughs> Yay! I'm back.
1: <laughs> Today we are going to cover the first six chapters of the fanfic "Away from the Sun." It's by H.G. Fan Eleven Eleven. She goes by different names as well. Sue will refer to her as Andy because that is her real name. And uh, this it? is um, yeah, that's right. Uh, this will be in four parts. This is a fic that she originally posted on LiveJournal and is available on Fanfiction.net as well as LiveJournal. This is a rated R fic for violence, language, sexual situations, and someone just aimed
2: me on Twitter.
0: <laughs> I was going to say that was a different sound. <laughs> that was no,
5: oh, I, know. Can I <laughs> am on Twitter.
0: Uh, yeah.
2: And also, we this fic has do. a strong angst warning.
1: Very strong angst warning. And if y'all yeah, were happy the and you read it, would you please try to help us convince Melinda to read the fanfic? Oh, we'd appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: she won't read it. What?
1: She won't read it? Maybe she'll change her mind after you come out with this. She won't read well, it because why not? of
0: what happens in the first chapter.
1: Yeah, she won't read um, it because of what happens no. in the first chapter. And I have a dog on my lap. Thank you. Okay. <laughs>
3: the the, the the
2: prologue or the first chapter?
1: The first chapter. It's the actual first chapter, not the preface. We're going to start off with the preface here. We're actually counting, this is seven parts tonight. We did the preface and the first six chapters. And we start off with a phone call. Right. Phone ringing in the middle of the night. Hey, I uh, know
3: that feeling. And I (laughs) bet you they're not asking for (laughs) milk either. I hope
1: not. Yeah, they're not asking for milk either. It's a cell phone ringing. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, mm-hmm. Ginny's self, and she crawls out of bed, and she is apparently in bed with someone.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Crawls out of bed.
5: Mm-hmm. She is and not Hermione, happy to be oh, be awakened.
1: No, she is not.
0: No, she says, somebody better be dead. <laughs> because if they're not <laughs> yeah. dead, then there's going to be hell to pay.
1: And it's Hermione, and apparently she hasn't spoken to Hermione in some time.
2: Right.
1: She mm-hmm. and, and uh,
2: seems to be in a largely muggle space, judging by the cell phone and the genes and all the various stuff that we get described, so that's another interesting thing that we won't have explained for a while.
1: Right, and Hermione is trying to talk her into coming back home, because she disappeared, and mm-hmm. she wants not to know how she got the number, and it very, says a very cryptic <laughs> Jasper, three o'clock in the morning. It's three o'clock in the morning where she is, but apparently it's not three o'clock in the morning where Hermione is.
0: Right. She had no idea she was calling so late. It's probably 8 o'clock in the morning, 8 or 9. Well, she
1: doesn't know.
0: I guess that was a spoiler of
4: where Jenny was, crap.
1: Well, yeah, because Hermione doesn't know where Jenny is either. And so Hermione calling her in the morning could be anywhere in the world.
6: Right.
1: Mm -hmm. But it is 3 o'clock in the morning. Where
6: she is.
1: And Hermione's telling her, you need to come home. And she says, I can't do that. Not not right now. And it's because of the person who's in mm -hmm. the same room with her.
2: Somebody named Joe needs her. Apparently they need right. each other.
0: And Hermione doesn't understand and wants to know why and says, you know, your family misses you. We haven't always supported you in what you've done, but we still love you. And that just kinda gives you a hint that maybe not all's well at the borough. And,
3: and we family and Weasley
0: here. Land. And Weasley Land.
1: Or as my text reader says, <laughs> We lay <laughs> We lie. <laughs>
2: it's like, very oh. strange. So she turns off the
1: phone, stuffs the phone under the bed, crawls back into the bed with Joe.
2: Mm-hmm. And the last line And is, the little author's is,
1: note at the very end says, Before you ask, yes, this will be a Harry Ginny fix story, just with a few twists thrown in. <laughs> it's like, oh. no,
0: and I don't I remember don't that, when she posted out. this. No, I don't either. I don't have but that this, either. This
1: was, the author's note are on the fanfiction.net site. I remember yes, when she I posted have. this story. Say that again, please.
4: I said I was on, f- I was, I'm looking at Authentication.net, and it's there. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. The f- When she posted this for the first time, and she posted this, and everybody was like, what the hell is going on? Who the hell are you talking about? And she's like, you'll have to wait. Mm-hmm. la, 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 la. <laughs> oh, God.
2: Apparently, this has been edited a few times, because there are references on the, live journal chapters to things that she's gone through and taken out. There used to be a character in it called Brogan who got removed, and some people comment with references to him that didn't quite get removed, and I assume she went mm-hmm. back and fixed those. Yeah, she's there's some pieces seen here and there. Yeah.
0: And then we go to the first uh, chapter, and we get goes an back author's in time. note that says that all mm-hmm. the chapter titles, titles are from songs by the band Three Doors Down, which is one of her favorites and that it just amazed her that when she started writing it the titles fit exactly where she wanted and the songs themselves seemed to flow as well and she says, Yeah, does. I would
1: yeah, what she says. I would recommend when you read this story, if you listen to the album Away From The Sun. Actually, I went, you know, I've read this story when it was being posted and just got the CD for Away From The Sun and sat in the car and just cried after listening to the album and came back and read the story again. I mean, it was just so much. It, mm-hmm. it ties it in so well. Every chapter of this story is titled with a song title. Mm-hmm. And the first preface was Away from the Sun. The second one is Here Without You, Chapter 1.
0: And the last mm-hmm. t- author's note on here is, just a warning, the tissues are needed from the very beginning. And yes. that's very true. If yes. you haven't already Oh read yeah, this, yeah, need the tissue box. <laughs> yes. If you haven't already yeah, read this I and you're listening scared. to us
1: review it, if, if, you're, if you're listening to us review this and you haven't read it yet, you need to stop the podcast, go read the chapter, and then come back. Right. Because this is a very angsty chapter. Yeah. Spoilers. Well, it's an angsty couple yeah.
2: chapters. To the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll make Spoilers. even less sense than like usual, you- probably. <laughs>
4: Probably. me. <laughs> Let me know when I could talk. Go
0: ahead,
4: Pia. I was going to say I read this for the first time without knowing anything about it. I just, I didn't read the summary. I didn't hear anybody talk about it. I had no idea what it was about whatsoever. And I think that was the ideal way to experience it because I just went along with the story. You know, I had no idea what it was about or where it was going. And it was amazing. So, yeah. well, it's, I'm doing it's that right camp.
1: now. It's kind of funny because most of the other fan fiction that I've read for Harry Potter, I have read stories that are already completed. It's very rare that I run across one that is in the process of being posted. Kez's Rebuilding Life was an exception. This is an exception. Yellow Submarine by uh, Dead Woodpecker was another one. And watching this story progress from this first piece, on you should have seen the comments that were done it was like you had better post another one tomorrow or i'm going to drive across the country and make you post it (laughs) It was (laughs) oh my god what did you do to these people i'm going to die
6: (laughs) it was awful i think i read this
1: in two sessions two sittings yeah well it, it took us a month to read it because she was posting a part every day or two And I would wake up in the morning and turn the computer on and see if there was a part posted overnight. I mean, it was that bad. Because she had them all written. She had all the pieces written except for the final chapter when she started posting it. So she knew what was coming and how it was going to end and how many pieces it was going to be. But we didn't know. As soon as it would hit, Sue knew this. so I got Sue to read it. And Mm -hmm. Sue came into it about, what, halfway through? Halfway through. And I would get on the computer, and there would be a part, and I would, like, call Sue and say, there's a new part posted. <laughs> and, you know, it was that bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <All right. laughs> Drop everything. Don't eat dinner. Just do this.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So, we've gone back in time to 1998. Mm. September, September ninety eight. And Janice in school. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: this is the first she's just got there and Carrie has been writing effort. her letters since they got on the train.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love that. That's so fun.
6: Yeah.
1: So cute. Mr. I can't I'm write boy. two sentences to save my life, and he's writing her when she when he gets on the train. What
0: are you gonna say, Trisha? I love
3: pig. Yeah. Pig is so
1: cute. <laughs> <laughs> boing, 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 boing. Pig reminds me of a ping pong ball with wings. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
3: He's like, I don't care if I'm covered in juice. I'm going to eat your breakfast. <laughs> right.
0: I wonder if he's part snidget. I think he is. He, he might. Well be. <laughs> Either that
1: or part rubber ball. We haven't figured it out yet. <laughs>
0: and, you know, there's absolutely nothing sanitary mm-hmm. about a bunch of mm-hmm. owls flying in and dropping off mail and feathers and other... <laughs> Oh god! Arts. I never thought of that
4: before. During breakfast, so I think you just ruined Harry Potter for me.
0: Does <laughs> <laughs> he lands and he crawls? It's in not a plate like how birds can hold it.
2: They're magical. <laughs> you owl, know, we'll
3: think, but we should, we'll, well, think, think about this. I wish another. Just gets get like two inches from their bum. There was
1: a story that I read that the owls tended to do that only when they were landing and taking off, not when they were delivering mail. Yeah,
0: but when they're delivering mail, they're landing and, t- and taking off. Taking yeah, off.
1: but they're trained not to do it while they're delivering the mail. Is you the they are potty mean? trained.
6: They're on the job, you know.
1: Yes.
0: So, yes. you're telling me that they're like seeing eye dogs.
1: They're potty trained. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Yes, Okay. Because seeing eye, I dogs, have
1: read a thick with a seeing eye
0: owl. That's right. I've heard you talk about that.
1: There, the stick uh, the that I remember, the owlry and the ground around the owlery was covered mm-hmm. with guano oh, yeah. because of the owls. But that was the only place where they. It was when they were landing at the Ellery and when they were taking off, but not when they were delivering the mail. Well,
0: that's good because it just. Otherwise, sound it would be.
6: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how many? How many times? But you know, it was funny because that always made me laugh whenever we saw that in the movies and everything with the owls swooping in. And then I thought about Arthur talking about the memos and how they used to use the owls, but they were such a mess. Yeah.
5: Even if they're not,
0: you know, going to the bathroom, Mm -hmm. they're still losing feathers and, you know, raindrops. If there have been, things fall off the birds constantly. Ask me. I see them all the time as I walk through the piles of guano. Excuse me.
1: (laughs) Don't chew on that.
6: Speaking of pets, someone
1: has decided she wants to participate in this conversation.
0: Is she chewing on the cords?
1: Lily, Lily, go lay down. Oh, it's going to be fun.
0: So she's got a letter from Harry. And uh-huh. Dear Ginny, I miss you. There, that's out of the way. Now I can tell you what's happening.
2: <laughs> yes, he writes all sorts of different things.
1: Yes, he does. <laughs> Apparently he writes fairly long letters, for considering that he never wrote anything while he was in school. Training mm-hmm. is going well, even though I'm not really doing the standard aura training. And,
2: um, and Kingsley has given up the minister's job and gone back to being a field orer. Mm-hmm.
0: Which he likes better, anyhow.
4: Right. That surprised me because I always got the impression from, you know, Deathly Hallows and I, every fic I've ever read has gotten the impression that that was meant to be permanent. I don't think I've ever read a fic where that was just temporary and then Kingsley went back to his old job. I Every fic I've ever read accepted that Kingsley was
1: minister forever, you know. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it looks like he was only minister for about maybe six months here. Mm-hmm. No, probably closer to four months. Yeah. But he went right into scouting and hiring and, you know, recruiting of Aurors because they're having to rebuild the ministry. Mm-hmm. So the letter, so she gets as far as, I miss Hermione, writing this briefing would have been a lot easier because apparently Harry is going to give a briefing on recruiting and Hermione would have been easier if Hermione was there to tell him what to say.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And she has to laugh at that. Mm-hmm. And then she gets a tap on the shoulder that says,
3: Hi, we <laughs> to a good class. And it's Hermione. <laughs> <laughs>
2: She thinks about telling Hermione what he said, but figures then she would just write him a letter telling him he had to do his own work now. So,
3: (laughs) so she 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 would. (laughs) Harry says hi. (laughs) (laughs) So cute. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So she's off to potions,
0: and well, Hermione's off to potions, and Ginny's off to um, is it history of magic? Muggle studies.
6: Yeah. Muggle studies. Yeah. Where Muggles she's study. going to
0: write Harry back instead of listening to the Muggles. Mm-hmm. Because Ginny doesn't
2: because do
6: potions.
2: Right. Right. You don't need potions to become a Quidditch and player. She's going to become a professional Quidditch player. This is her plan. Mm-hmm.
1: So they get all the way through lunch, and she's greeted at lunch by McGonagall. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And McGonagall, McGonagall looks does terrible. not look
3: happy. No. Yeah.
1: McGonagall is upset about something.
3: Oh.
1: And Ginny immediately thinks it's George. George has had a breakdown.
6: Mm -hmm. something's
1: happened to him and she says I need to see Ms. Weasley and Ms. Granger and Ginny's going oh no it's George I know it's George and it's George.
0: Yeah and as she follows her to the office she's thinking to herself don't let it be George don't let it be George anything but George and Mm -hmm. it turns out that it is anything but George.
2: Not George. Yeah. Yeah. And Bill is standing in the office, and she's so surprised because why would Bill be there? And McGonagall announces there was an attack at the ministry, and Mr. Potter, and that's as far as she gets. Mm-hmm. And Jenny just tunes her out completely and collapses to the floor.
5: Right.
3: Yeah. It's not the first time I've seen this when they call it smidgen. Why is that, is that mm-hmm. that's not canon, is it? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Don't no. Know.
2: This is the first time. I It
3: threw me for a second,
4: actually, because having it, like, isolated out, of- I didn't realize that was what Bill calls Jimmy. Like, that confused me for a couple of seconds, because
5: it seems mm-hmm. so
1: weird. Well, I can see why. She's his little sister, Jen Smidgen. I like it. I think it's Yeah, cool. I mean, I can see it. It makes sense. I just thought it was a strange word because I've never heard it before in any context,
4: not just in a. I've no. heard it quite a bit. You really haven't I've heard, heard that the word the before?
5: Word.
4: No, I've heard yeah. the word. I just haven't heard anybody call I've never heard it as a nickname.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. I, had, I heard at it. At first, in... I thought it was the password. Well,
0: that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. It does
3: make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Bill's nickname for her i heard smidgen a lot and for some reason i was thinking i'm like it might just be a fandom thing more than anything else but for some reason sometimes i get my fandom in my in my original book all confused anyhow Mm -hmm. so
2: Hmm.
3: it's making sure
2: this is the this is the first fic i've seen that in though so i guess we're reading different fics
4: yeah me too
0: (laughs) you're not reading snake smut scott
6: no, it's yeah. true. <laughs> I have to of
0: my Now, I want to know, what
4: context is that showing up in in Snape's mind? Mm-hmm. I don't want to know. <laughs>
3: that's, never, so that's never showed up in Snape's mind, but I read Snape's mind. We're way off course.
1: She opens like, her eyes. She passes out, basically.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: And she's mm-hmm. she, wakes, she wakes up and she's in the hospital ward. Yeah. And,
3: and she's been in here Hermione is there.
1: Much. Yeah, Hermione's there, but apparently Hermione is drugged to the gills.
0: Cause she freaks. and Bill
1: is there. Yeah, apparently they almost had I to comes- stun her because she was screaming. Hermione went to pieces.
3: Yeah, in so many ways, I think it like how she said that. Like, I mean, she passed out. Hermione went to pieces, and it was coming. I find it very appropriate. It's like one of the main things that neither one of them strives not to do like her mind is always wants to be prepared she always wants to be collected and the first thing she does is go i mean she does she goes to pieces and Jenny doesn't yeah, want to seem hysterical. weak and stuff like that and she came. right and stuff right. so i i mean i found i found that to be very appropriate and even how she pointed it out i just found that very poignant that's all
1: so yeah. bill is there and i'm sorry but bill having trouble talking just you know i understand Ginny and Hermione, but Bill being overcome like this, mm-hmm. that's something. Mm-hmm. And he's there almost to have her console him as well. I mean, it's just really awful. And yeah, they're all um, have to
2: console each other. There was an attack at the Ministry. Because by this time, Harry's become more of a, a little brother really? to all of them, <laughs> rather than just Ron's friend. Right. Mm-hmm. It's also, I think, because yes. he's the one breaking the news to her. And McGonagall says... There was an attack at the ministry, and Mr. Potter and Ginny tunes out and eventually looks at Bill, and Bill just says he didn't suffer. and That's the only thing he can think of to say. And Mm -hmm. that's when Ginny drops her apple and collapses.
0: Then when she wakes up, she asks him to read the letter. She'd been reading the letter, and she wants it finished, but she can't do it.
1: Uh, Apparently before she asks him for that, he tells her... A very short... Someone broke into the office. He killed two Aurors standing guard in the hall. He went after the minister. Kingsley wounded him, but Kingsley is near death, and Harry stepped in between the assailant and the minister and took the killing curse.
4: At this point, I thought for sure that Harry was still alive because I thought, oh, it's going to be Harry sick. There's no way Harry can really be dead. He's alive. I mean... I didn't know, like, in what context, obviously, but I thought for sure he was alive, and even yet, I think the strength of the writing here is, I was crying, this made me cry, because even though I guessed he wasn't dead, Ginny thinks he is, and I think this fic, especially this scene, I really like this scene, but the whole fic does an excellent job of portraying Ginny's grief and making it believable and realistic, even if I would guess most people who read this assume Harry is alive secretly somewhere.
5: It's kind of hard
1: to prove that he's alive when they have a funeral and bury a body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So at this point, she's like, no, he's not. And Bill says, yeah, he is. And so she has him read the letter. She's not finished it. She still wants to read the rest of it. And... She can't, and he, she gets a letter, and she can't read it. She says, I can't read it. And Bill says, it's all right. He, she says, no, I, I can't read it. It I can't read the words. They're all blurry.
3: Yeah, I can't see
0: them. Tricia, did you want to say something before we get to this letter part?
3: As some of you may know, I, I'm i recently divorced and stuff. And for me, this was a really hard chapter to read because in so many ways, it, it really portrays I would think, what, Someone being in love and stuff like that, and for me it was very hard because in so many ways I was very jealous. And I think I know she never wanted that to come out in anybody, but it did because I was just like, you know what? It's like oh, to be in love with some with someone like that. I've never experienced it, but it was just like, oh, I I would love to have it. And in so many ways, I almost I almost stopped reading this because I was just so kicked off at it. Is that a bad thing <laughs> That's to a say? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> this early in the story, yeah, it wouldn't be a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so,
3: I mean... Is, well, I'm glad you helped with Bill, it. Bill, yes, yes I do. did.
1: <laughs> Bill is reading the letter.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and He's a little uncomfortable because this is, of course, the part where it starts to get kind of personal. And he's like, are you right. sure you want me to be reading this to you? But mm-hmm. she's insistent. And, so.
1: Yeah. Apparently, uh, they had a little uh, celebration on her birthday,
0: and it went a little further. Yeah. than the birthday kiss <laughs> that he got for his birthday.
3: Yes, <laughs> I think uh-huh. birthday suits. were uh, yeah, me. that was
0: involved. Do you think birthday suits were involved? <laughs> yeah, birthday
1: <suits> were involved. <laughs> what was what was your first hit? <laughs> Let's see, feeling your skin next to mine quote, unquote, I think that would be a good indication. They,
5: <laughs> they high-fived got- well, each what other. that's something you want
2: to be reading to your little sister. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they high five each other. Uh, the thing that gets me here, and the, there's two things that he says in here before we get to the bow wow wow is the mention of the time-turner and the mention of the pensive. Mm-hmm. And having read the story and then coming back and reading again, it's like, oh, man, you'll understand that. <laughs>
6: Mm-hmm. so he's it, reading
1: Daddy. her the, he's reading the letter to her and it talks about how making love to her was the most important thing in his life most important moment of his life and Bill is reading this and I'm thinking oh Bill is like first I'm going to bring him back to life and then I'm going to kill him again <laughs> <laughs> oh no,
3: yeah mm. that would have to be such a mixed motion kind of thing to do I mean, you're reading something yeah. that and your, sis- and your sister is grieving and stuff like that, but you're like, he defiled my sister.
1: Yeah, ah. and actually it says, if I had known, I would have kicked his ass. And she says, no, you wouldn't have.
3: No.
1: You wouldn't have done anything mm-hmm. because it was none of your business.
2: hmm And she would have come after him if he did.
1: <laughs>
6: yeah. She'd have heard him.
1: <laughs> Bad bogey hack. And then she finishes the letter and she sends him away. hmm Because now she needs to
2: grieve. And we have a scene change back to the burrow. She's made it home. And she finds everything wrong. Because it's all exactly the same as she remembers. And it shouldn't be the same. Everything should be different now. Because her life is so different.
6: Mm -hmm. Right. Well,
1: and Molly doesn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of surprised at this. Because Molly has lost a lot of people during this. I mean, it started with her brothers. She's lost one of her sons. Now she's lost another one of her sons. I mean, I, I'm really kind of surprised at, you know, is she alright? What can I do? And she knows that she can't do anything. She was just through this with Fred. Right. And no, Fred was not someone she I was in love with. But Fred was her son. For Molly, it's probably,
4: I mean, this is the war is over. Nobody is supposed to die anymore. I think it's just that Harry. Death is so completely senseless, so
1: yeah. sudden, I think.
6: hmm It's unlike in the
1: others. The- We've heard that line before, though, haven't we? The war is over. People are not supposed to die anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and Hermione wants something to do, so she gets to help with dinner because she needs something to keep her hands busy, but that's not what Ginny needs, and Ginny just no, wants Ginny to to her room.
1: So Bill takes her upstairs and tucks her into bed. With Harry's robes.
0: Mm-hmm. Because she has Harry's old robes that he was going to bin. And that's what she's wearing now. Because it makes her feel closer. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: And then we have a scene change. Actually, a couple hours have gone by.
0: Mm-hmm. She's been she asleep. Up.
1: And apparently she's missing a family meeting. Mm-hmm. And it's Percy. And not only Percy, but Charlie, mm-hmm. Ron, Bill.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: And Everybody's
6: there.
3: there.
1: Percy is telling them what happened to Harry. So
3: Percy's still in within the minister office then, mm-hmm. right. from what I've gathered. Yeah.
2: yeah, and Ron wants to wait for Ginny, and Hermione eventually suggests we should just discuss it ourselves, and then one of us can talk to her when she wakes up. And right. Ginny's just as glad because she can tell from their tone and what they've been saying that she really doesn't. She needs to hear this, but she really doesn't want to be there for this meeting.
1: She doesn't want to have somebody witness her listening, her, basically. She, she wants to hear it, but she doesn't she wants want them to, to see hear her it. hearing it. Right. 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 She so wants she to
6: react to on her own.
0: Without an audience. Right. Yeah.
6: Exactly.
1: So he tells them about what happened. They were giving her progress report, and there was somebody that came into the exterior office. Apparently, he killed the guards in the hall. He killed the secretary. He went in for the There's minister.
2: No yeah, there actually yeah. aren't guards in the hall anymore because the minister had sent them away earlier that week oh, yes. because it makes the minister look foolish and like he needs protecting and stuff. Oh, that's right. Which was kind of dumb uh, because
1: it would be like sending the Secret Service away. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it doesn't make any sense. Well, so not uh, now. Kingsley, no, Kingsley took a blasting hex to the head and Harry wounded the guy who burst in and stood between the minister, and then the minister killed the attacker. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. And the uh, attacker had deep wounds across his chest. and,
1: oh. and Semper.
0: <laughs> Yeah, Arthur doesn't know what the curse is, but Ron does. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: And, and Ginny knows what it is, too, obviously. Mm-hmm.
4: So they know Harry so, got one off before...
1: Yeah, so she can't went listen outside. anymore. Mm-hmm. So she goes and she, upstairs yeah. and goes ends and she turns up into in,
2: Harry's room instead of yeah. hers. Because it has his things and his scent all over the place, and it feels more like he's with her, and she collapses onto the bed.
0: Yeah. She pressed her eyes closed, drank it in, Harry's warm scent, even knowing it might just kill her. Right now, death would be welcome.
1: And that's the end of Chapter 1. Yeah.
2: And the author's note says, so, I'm sorry, everyone. Well, not really, but you get the idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and how many people we were go. throwing things at her?
3: Oh, my
1: God, people were throwing things. Like, what do you think you're doing? Ah! Yeah. <laughs> then we go on to Chapter 2. Chapter 2's author notes on fanfiction.net say Woohoo! You made it through Chapter 1. I'm <laughs> proud of you. Seriously, I am. The grief is going to continue here, but I promise it doesn't go on forever. This is a big thing for Ginny to get past. So, stamping angst warning in red on this chapter and wrapping it in yellow caution tape, since apparently my tissue warnings last chapter were not nearly enough. Enjoy. The uh, title of chapter two is When I'm Gone.
2: And it starts the day I'm of the gonna funeral.
1: You're going to have to get this album. Get this, this album. Yes. I reiterate what I said before. Oh, my God.
2: Does it actually go in the same order as the songs on the album, or did you just pick the songs and a lot of them are These are, are not
4: album. from, the, all the songs aren't from the album, but I think the album no. works pretty
1: well. Yes, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to okay. find the album because I've stuck it somewhere and I don't remember where it is. It's probably in the kitchen <laughs> I was listening to it. <laughs> I don't remember where I put it, mm. but yeah, it's really good. All right, mm. it's a day in the day of the funeral, and of it is
3: raining outside, and of they're it having is. a public. Of course, fitting. They're having, they're going to have a public funeral, and everybody. Well, Hermione is sent to up to Harry's room, where that's where Jenny is, and trying to get her dressed. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Let me jump in. The track listing for the album "When I'm Gone" is the first track on the album. Here Without You is the sixth track on the album. It does not go in order.
2: Okay. And Ginny is just feeling numb and really doesn't want to do anything. And she also thinks the funeral is kind of ridiculous because all the people who really know Harry would know he doesn't want 10,000 people showing up to his funeral. But they're having one anyway. He's Harry Potter. Yeah, he's Harry
3: Potter. Yeah. Uh, kind of like I mean, even when, when we have the presidents and stuff like that, it's just, we have those big state funerals and stuff. So,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and she really doesn't want to get out of bed,
2: for- get dressed, or anything. But she does like the dress that they have found, and eventually she can bring herself to change into it. It reminded
3: me of Harry, and uh, but it's it's not a bottle green like his dress robes for um for the fourth book for the. Yule Ball, but Single I don't know ball. why. Yeah. yeah, I was picturing that.
1: You were picturing the dark green robes?
3: Yeah. I know I they said that. it was a bottle. I don't know why they were saying bottle green, but when I was just, like, I I, I was hearing
1: that. Bottle green was the color that was in the book.
5: Yeah.
3: And yeah.
1: it was almost a deep, deep forest green in the movie.
2: A lot of glass bottles like. used to be a green color, so that's yes. where they get it from.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this yeah. is a very dark green Yes. Yeah. So I'm thinking this dress is probably close to what his dress robes were in uh during his fourth year. Yeah.
2: Which would have been the balls.
1: So and apparently it had been floors.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. So and they've done alterations on it.
1: So it'll fit Ginny. Right. And so they go I'm gonna guess that this is more of a Yeah, they have that they actually have a viewing, it's at the ministry. Which is okay.
3: probably have like, some kind of like auditorium like a, or something like that.
1: Almost like a state Well, like what they do with with state funerals. It's under the rotunda.
3: That's what I was saying
4: before that that's exactly what I was picturing. I was picturing it was you know in the rotunda of the ministry. I mean, Harry, I mean, he died in the line of duty protecting the minister. I can definitely see them doing a state funeral.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's, come on, it's Harry Potter. It's Harry Potter. Right. Yeah. But it's a uh, huge funeral. And People are trying to console her, and she's just like, stay away from me. They were early. People arrived early for the funeral to pat Jenny and offer her condolences. And I just can't imagine doing this as a 17-year-old. Oh, my gosh.
2: She's really only there for Neville and Luna and some of the rest of the DA. Yeah,
1: she's not there for this.
2: I do like George telling her bad jokes in the car on the way. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> two goblins, a werewolf, and a vampire walking into a pub—it's <laughs> like, oh no!
5: <laughs> that joke is neither appropriate nor funny.
1: Yeah, but Harry laughed at it, so it was appropriate. Mm-hmm. I
3: would too. Sometimes you just need a little joke every once in a while. Yeah. And when she when she gets there, she just she has to go up and see Harry. She goes yeah. up. And the thing that surprises me when she's looking at him, she touches his fingers and it's not it doesn't just, just doesn't feel right and and but then she then someone surprises her, and I was shocked when it it was Neville that came and got her and saying, "Well, he never looked right yeah she
1: she says this isn't him, it's not him, and he says, "Bodies never look right because mm-hmm. the spark is gone. I mean it's different than watching somebody sleep." I mean, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't look right. And I like that he says,
5: Neville, actually.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And he says, I remember seeing my grandfather thinking, and Neville says, I had a dream last night that we were here just like this. But Harry sat up and started talking. He says, I almost didn't come. But this isn't Harry. And she is so relieved that someone thinks the same thing that she does. And Neville's like, it's him, but it isn't. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean that. Oh yeah,
3: yeah, that was very. That really hit because I was really expecting Harry to jump up and go, "Hey, how are you?"
6: In
3: love with the no more. I
1: don't know about you matter and all the of, little
3: comments because I don't get that relationship <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. and uh all of Dumbledore's army is there, and of course, then we have to have the speeches
2: mm-hmm. yeah, I've zoned out on that mm-hmm. speech after speech after speech, mostly from people who knew nothing whatsoever about him.
1: Right. Or it, the speeches don't have anything to do with him. It's like, why are you talking? hmm You know?
3: In many ways, she knows it's, it's a political game. Right now, they're just...
5: Yeah. And, they're, they're using it as, as a uh, this off, be, the be,
6: platform.
4: You're looking at this from the perspective of somebody viewing a political funeral, state funeral, looking at it through the eyes of somebody that knew the person. I say to yes. the people that are giving the speeches and to the general population there, that doesn't bother them because you know they didn't know Harry. It's more of a symbol than it is an actual mourning for Harry the person. And Ginny, B, as she
1: knew him, see right. how absurd that well, all is. Considering we all mm-hmm. know him too, that's why we all think exactly. it's absurd too. <laughs> but uh, apparently, he's presented with Order of Merlin, First Class, again. Except this one's posthumous.
2: Mm-hmm. It's an and interesting bit that. Line. Yeah. There's the receiving line, which she really doesn't want to do, but she makes yeah. it through most of the DA fairly well. But it's yeah, Cho that causes that her to break down.
5: Yeah,
3: yeah, the human hose pipe. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's contagious that way, or something.
5: Like <laughs> well, and she "I,
2: I wanted,
6: to,
1: I wanted to take a minute and thank you." And she's like, <laughs> "For what?" And it was mm-hmm. for making him happy. And that was it. She was done. It was time to go.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. And And Cho doesn't stop there. Then she asks, what are you going to do now? And that's just a question she's been not facing for weeks. And here it is. So she just has to get away.
0: Because she hears Harry asking that question. Because that's what he asked her when they were together on his bed. Talking about the future. What are you going to do now? Right. And that's what she hears. She doesn't hear Cho ask it. She hears Harry. And that's when she runs.
1: And she takes off and she starts running. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Takes off her shoes.
1: Takes off her shoes. And she ends up. No. Well, she runs out of the room and then she slows down. She takes her shoes off and she ends up in front of a door. Mm-hmm. And it's the minister's office.
0: And there's somebody saying, you know, who are you? What are you doing here?
1: You can't go in there.
0: And she's totally tuned him out. And then the minister basically comes and rescues her.
3: Yeah. I like how descriptive she was with the carpet in between her toes. And she was gripping the carpet with her toes. I I don't know. It's something I do all the time. So I was like, oh, my gosh, she she was chanting me.
0: (laughs) 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 I like that she was... Walking barefoot on the cold stone corridors, and that didn't make her cold. But when she got to the plush carpet, that's when she started to shiver.
1: It was a texture thing.
6: Mm -hmm.
1: When you are so lost in emotion, even scratchy clothing will make you realize that they're scratchy. You you don't even notice it any other time. But you notice things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, My grandfather's funeral... I had a I had a coat on that was wool and, you know, I've worn it since and I wore it before, but the whole time during the funeral, I couldn't help notice how itchy the collar was because it made, it gave me focus on something else mm-hmm. besides the funeral. It, you know, it was, my shoes were tight and in this case, she's numb and having a sensory change kind of knocks her out of it enough to realize that she's, Somewhere in the ministry where she's not supposed to be. <laughs> yeah.
6: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, and he and has this is come a in. moment,
2: it's almost like, I didn't think of this at the time, but it's almost like when we first meet Fudge in Prisoner of Azkaban, because he's being mm-hmm. all kind and fatherly and that sort of thing. But this is the first time that Ginny's actually uncomfortable about the minister, you get the impression there's something there that we're not seeing
3: something's a mess yeah when reading this, and yeah. the guy got spoiled now, I was kind of like did he seem did he
6: something did he seem really
1: fake to you i mean i most all politicians
3: yes. are fake, but mm-hmm. he was really
1: like. I something he was not right. Alarm bells were going
4: off in my head when I was reading this scene.
3: Yeah, that's what I was doing too. And it's I mean, I'm not I mean, spoiling. I'm, I'm saying my
4: reactions to it when I read it that I thought mm-hmm. there was something up there.
6: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. It was yeah, only at the end of the off. scene that I started thinking that because up to this point, well, we haven't seen him much, but um, mm-hmm. he seems to be a fairly straightforward minister. Harry says in his, his letter he's a little stiff, but I guess that's okay, and Kingsley seems to be glad not to have the job. And then he is one of the only speeches she notices because it's at least paying some kind of tribute to Harry, though she thinks it's a little over emotional. But then it's just after he's been nice to her for a few paragraphs, she suddenly gets this feeling that something's wrong. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, she's just, something is, yeah, something is not right. And
2: Neville and Samus. His eyes are described as muddy. Catch up. And that comes up again.
0: Yeah, well, it's, and this is the description of him. There wasn't anything spectacular about Reginald Winter's appearance. He was not extraordinary, really, in any way. His features were pleasant enough, yet not memorable. So he's just Mm. kind of there. Average.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then but he doesn't when, strike me as somebody who's dynamic at all. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, he was probably a compromised candidate. He was voted in because they couldn't agree on anybody else. Right. Because nobody was against him.
6: hmm
0: He was the lesser of all the evils. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the actually the part that I started getting uncomfortable is because Seamus and Neville show up, and his manner changes completely. Yeah. And you get the impression this is closer to what he would really be like.
0: Yeah. Yes. And he touches her.
2: Puts his
1: hand
3: on her arm.
0: And that makes her sick.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And she doesn't know why. She wants to blame it on how she's feeling. She wants to blame it on the fact that she hasn't been sleeping or eating right. She wants to blame it on the fact that this is where the last place Harry was alive. But there's something off. And she instinctively seems to feel it.
6: And,
2: and so, just shortly after this, we have a scene change again. Right. No, Neville I and there's, there's a little bit more.
1: Yeah, Neville and Seamus uh, take her home, mm-hmm. and apparently, Floor is there waiting. I came back here just in case. Yeah. And um, they put her to bed. So and, and
3: she was hoping not. They put her in Harry's bed, and the thing is, yeah. it was like she was she was relieved. At least right. Fleur Floor, in some way, is redeeming herself for the slim stuff. No. She she gets- you know, Floor
1: is given a short shaft in so much stuff, but I really think that she has matured. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you look at her in year four, and she's a teenager. She's not a teenager anymore. She's been through the mm-hmm. war. She's, you know, she's married to Bill, and she knows these things that are going on, so.
6: hmm Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and she came into her own, you know, when she said, you think that I'm going to leave him because he's no longer pretty after the werewolf attack. And, you know, she was there for love. It wasn't because he was a pretty face.
1: This is two days later. Mm -hmm. And And she's putting stuff back in her trunk to go back to school. And Molly is talking to her.
2: Yeah, she doesn't think this is a good idea, but... Ginny is kind of in the space now that Hermione was in earlier. She needs to have something to do. And being back at school and doing the normal things will hopefully help her at least cope a little bit.
1: Yeah. But she's taking Harry's things with her back to school in her Mm,
2: She's going to be wearing all of his clothes all around the place.
1: She's stolen his socks again.
5: (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) And jumpers. (laughs) Sorry.
1: (laughs) <laughs> but uh, she suddenly realizes she needs to go see Kingsley.
6: Mm-hmm. She, she hadn't even thought of that chocolate. before.
1: Yeah. But. And she needs to go see him. Molly's like, are you sure that's a good idea? And she says, if you wait, perhaps your father will go. And she says, no, I have to, I have to go see him now. I need to go see him alone. Yeah. So she goes to St. Mungo's, and he's in the same ward that the Longbottoms are in, and Lockhart.
6: Mm-hmm. I
3: was expecting Lockhart to come on. He because- goes, <laughs> sorry. I know I'm yeah.
6: ruining it, but i just was expecting it. I don't know why. I, I think I I've got my joined up really writing really
1: done. No so she goes in and sees to... him.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: She's still mm-hmm.
1: wearing Harry's robe, and uh, she goes in and sees him, and he is awake.
2: We did he... mention that uh, she wore Harry's robe over her dress to the funeral.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. She's gone to see Shacklebolt, and half of his face is covered by bandages, and he is scarred. They're surprised that he's alive. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she says, you were always so kind to Harry. And, and he is trying to tell her something. Like, he's, looking, I know, I he's would... looking at her and squeezing her hand and trying to tell her something. And she's like, they told you what happened to Harry. And he blinks, yes. And then he was killed. She says, I miss him so much, I can't even think about going on. And... You know, she's basically pouring out her her soul to Kingsley, and he can't say anything. He can't.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. So he, and he, he
0: obviously wants to. Yeah. Right. And then she says that she was in the room with the minister, and he basically loses it.
6: Yeah. when he really reacts. Yeah.
0: His eyes go wide. He's frantically moving around. He's making. And he's
5: trying to talk.
0: Yeah. Angry guttural noises and moans. And she thinks that she's upset him because she was talking about Harry.
1: Right.
3: The whole entire time, I'm like, no, so, it's the minister. And I'm thinking, I'm not going to make any predictions because I'm going to have to live it up <laughs> if it's going to turn into an edge coat again. <laughs> 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 I love you, Trish. <laughs> I know. I-, I jumped
4: there immediately. I mean, this yeah. whole thing reads like a conspiracy from the beginning.
5: Yeah.
2: Yeah. hmm there's a guy who comes in, they've dispensed with the guards, there's two guys in there giving a report. Everyone's dead,
3: he's alive.
2: Mm-hmm. The minister well, and, and disposes alive, of the guy who came to attack him.
3: Right, right, right. And
2: nobody gets to question him or anything. And yeah.
5: Right. <laughs> so
1: they pour the potion down Kingsley's throat and he's sedated.
0: Ow. Yeah. He's in love. Yeah, and even
1: that, shutting Kingsley up seemed to me like adding to the conspiracy.
4: You know, like he's trying to, yeah, talk, he's trying to tell to
1: Jenny. I don't think that that the nurse was in on it. I think he's the nurse thinks that he is in pain mm-hmm. because he is right. very, very injured. Around. Yeah, and and Jenny thinks that she's upset him because she's been talking about Harry. Yeah, yeah. and so,
2: so he's probably been reminded of the attack or something. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And then she goes to the place. We have another scene break, and she goes to the place that she has yet to be. And that's his grave.
3: Right. And she's mm-hmm. standing
0: out there basically talking to him. I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm so sorry I haven't been out to see you yet, but I just couldn't. And she starts pouring out her heart.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: This got me too. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: Yeah. And she find the last thing she says is, you may be gone, but I'll still love you. And that is the first thing that makes her feel strong again. So she repeats it and spins around and around while it's pouring rain over top of her. And then she's going to cling to the fact that she loves Harry and that will get her through. And this is one of those scenes you can just, especially reading it the second time, I didn't notice all of it the first time, but I can see this being filmed. Her standing out there yelling in the rain, spinning around, and yeah.
1: It was very cinematic,
2: yes.
0: (laughs) And it took me back to Wednesday dates. No, not that story. <laughs> well, you love me. <laughs> and, I'll, you know, I'll love you as long as I live. Right. So, so
2: we're on to chapter three.
1: Chapter three. And chapter three's title is She Don't Want the World.
0: And basically, she's surviving. She's going yeah. through the motions. Mm-hmm. She's doing the minimum she can do to pass her classes. And she's just barely functioning.
2: Okay, I just got flipped to the Buffy the Vampire Slayer musical. (laughs) Okay. Going through the motions. There's a song (laughs) about that in there.
6: (laughs) Every single night, the same arrangement. I go out and fight the fight. Still I always feel the strangest strangement. Nothing here is real, nothing here is right. I've been making shows of trading blows, just hoping no one knows that I've been going through the motions, walking through the part. Nothing seems to penetrate my heart.
2: But anyway.
0: Hermione's trying to get her to, you know, she tells her she's worried about her and all of that. You know, Ginny's just like, it's fine.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. She wants her to respond more because Ginny's basically shut down mostly. She's keeping everything to herself, and she's just going through. And Hermione is grieving as well, but she's talking to Ron and Ginny about it, and Ginny won't talk to anybody.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then we have a scene change, and it's the first Quidditch match of the year. They played against Slytherin, and of course they won spectacularly. And, mm-hmm.
2: you know. Ginny's the Quidditch captain this year
5: mm-hmm.
2: because she was going to become a professional Quidditch player. This was her plan, but the Quidditch just doesn't seem right to her anymore because Harry's not there. Right. And even though he I'm wasn't here. earlier in the year because he was off doing aura training, she still always imagined him being there, cheering her on, and now she can't. Every time she's up on the broom, all she can think about is him and that really doesn't make for great concentration on your game.
4: And you know what struck me here is that it's Dennis Creevy talking to her, mm-hmm. who just lost his mm-hmm. brother.
2: Yeah, I hadn't even thought of that. Telling her that
0: she should be celebrating. Yeah, mm-hmm. she tries, but it's just not not enough. Yeah.
2: Eventually she has to leave because there's all these people around being happy and celebrating, and she just doesn't feel like that. So it doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. And so we've seen change again, and she's handing in her badge and her robes to Hagrid, who is apparently the new Gryffindor head of house, which is fun.
3: Yes. Why did I miss that? I totally missed that. <laughs> the Hagrid head of house. I'm listening to it. I'm like, why the hell she turned this into Hagrid? And, okay, never mind. Mm-hmm. I get it now. <laughs> Duh.
2: Okay. Sorry. Well, I was surprised, too, because you don't think about... Of course, McGonagall's headmistress now, so she can't be head of Gryffindor anymore. Right. I hadn't thought of that at I all know. until have- a few scenes on, yeah. actually, when she ends up meeting McGonagall in her office being the headmistress. And you're like, oh, of course, that's why Hagrid's doing that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, it, it's on, on me. I mean, sorry, McGonagall's always going to be head of Gryffindor House. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And she says... It's like
2: all the fixers. People come back as teachers and spend months before they can call her Minerva,
5: and,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. She tells him that uh, Demelza would be a good captain because pretty much Demelza kept everything going up until this point, even though Ginny was acting captain, she wasn't really doing it. Demelza was doing it. And he says he'll think about it. Then she lies and tells him she has to go to class, but he knows as well as she I- does that she has a free period. Yeah. Hmm. And then we have Hermione, who's like, "I heard you quit the Quidditch team? And Ginny's like, yeah, it's because I'm behind in my studies. And she's like, don't give me that.
2: Yeah. Hermione's the only person who worries more about class than Quidditch. Seriously. But uh, apparently not.
0: Yeah, and she answers it's a game. And that just, yeah.
2: Ginny just doesn't feel it's important enough anymore. Along with the stuff about how she always thinks of Harry now when she's up playing Quidditch. It doesn't seem like a worthwhile goal for her life at this point. There's not enough to it. There's no substance.
3: Mm-hmm. And she gets up and Hermione's like, where are you going? And she goes, I'm she going to meet someone. And the first thing, probably the first thing that Hermione's like, oh, my God, it's another man. Already? You, I see. That's <laughs> a, I don't know why I was like so turning into Hermione there." She goes, Who are you meeting? Emma? The first thing I thought it was Emma Watson. And I was like,
6: <laughs> Hermione. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah.
5: I need to be out of the fourth off. ball,
3: man. Yeah,
5: she's
3: I know. This like, and what she does with Emma is very fitting and yeah. sometimes. Emma is like, canon, by the way. Sure Emma Dobbs. Mm-hmm.
2: Apparently, in this at least, she's one of Jenny's mysterious, never seen roommates. So.
4: Which is funny because she's not in Ginny's year. She's from Goblet of Fire sorting.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I suppose it's possible she just invited Emma up to the seventh year dorm, but that's for their meeting anyway.
3: Mm-hmm. I just like that she's getting a haircut, and the thing is, I in so many ways, I mean, people are like, sometimes you just go to, you want to do something new, just get your haircut, and then, you know it, it does, it helps. Mm-hmm. Just get a new haircut.
2: And, and Ginny's it, going drastic. Yeah. She's, oh, yeah. She's taking Emma's new haircut.
0: <laughs> and Emma's trying to talk her out of being so drastic, but she really wants a change. And having had fairly long hair, not as long as Kelly's, but I had really long hair, and I got it cut really, really short, it is very freeing. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, there's a, a real weight that you lose because mm-hmm. your hair is heavy. But you don't even notice... Right, mm-hmm. until it's gone, and then all of a sudden it's like, wow, my head feels so white. So yeah. it takes
2: like five seconds to dry after you have a shower or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where it used to take, however long. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And the first time you go to wash your hair, yeah. and, and you put like a half a cup of shampoo in, and you're like, okay, I need it. <laughs> yeah. <days." laughs> you know? Yeah. That's okay, that's okay I was never like like quite that
2: drastic, hair. but yeah, I never had it that long either. So
0: she talks Hermione into cutting hers as well. It's not quite Mm -hmm. as drastic, but they both need the change. And I think they both feel better for it.
2: For Ginny, it it almost doesn't last, because she feels much better while it's happening, but even while she's standing there with Hermione at the end, everything's kind of shutting down again Mm -hmm. anyway.
0: Yeah, it's just beginning to settle again.
2: So she's drifting for the next months, and then one day she's brought to the front in defense class for a demonstration because her marks have just been scraping the bottom as as little as she can manage and still pass. And the defense professor says, if you don't come up here and do this demonstration, you aren't going to pass, mm-hmm. and basically forces her and to find do out her properly.
0: Say that again, Trisha. Find out with Jasper. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Presumably the same Jasper. We don't actually know that yet. There could be more than one, but not exactly a
3: I do that.
2: very common name.
3: I'm, I'm guessing this is the Jasper. I can do it now. Tell Tricia, <laughs> have you not read the entire story? No, I have not read the entire story. Okay.
5: <sighs> Neither have I.
3: Okay.
0: Here, so, just observe
5: Because I totally forgot
3: team. about Jasper when I got to this character.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. hes he basically ticks her off. Mm-hmm. And he makes her mad, and he makes her duel him. And she's just, you know, I like this. She takes a deep breath and she automatically corrects her grip, thinking about Harry's instructions in the DA. And he's taught her things. And everybody in the class is like, show him, Jenny, you can do it. And that kind of settles her, too. And he starts, and Jasper sends the first text, and she sidesteps it. And they go back and forth and back and forth. And he. I, I just like the eggs
3: are on, too. Mm-hmm. I guess he's taught her, taught you well.
2: Mm -hmm. And everybody goes, "Ah," and he says, that was a compliment.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, her teeth
0: are grinding and everything, and she's just, she's had it, and she starts really dueling hard. There's a fog between them. He's trying to sneak up on her. She drops to a crouch Mm -hmm. and starts shooting jelly legs jinxes kind of all the way around her trying to catch him as he's sneaking up on her in the fog, and, you know...
2: He... he blows the fog towards the class, mm-hmm. except by then he's already got around behind her. So, whoops. He's acting a lot like people have Snape act in the fix where he's actually a decent teacher.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Go on.
0: And she's, you know, he's kind of come up on her, and she just pretty much trips him. She shoots a leg out from under him, and, and he kind of trips over and um, still firing off spells, but she's been hit twice now with slicing hexes. And she's bleeding, mm-hmm. and he's taunting even more. You ready to give up? And she's like, no way.
2: Mm-hmm. And he disarms her, and instead of stopping, she just growls and tackles him and breaks his nose. There mm-hmm. <laughs> to go, Jenny. Yeah.
0: And she's like, oh, no. You know, what have I done? And the rest of the class is just I- <gasps> The first thing I saw well, yeah. was, like,
5: was the, third, the third in
3: the movie going, we attacked a teacher! <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep, but this one asked for it. Yeah, it did.
3: And he complimented that for
1: a long time. Well, you know, and it's actually therapeutic for her.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because... And you get the idea that he realizes that and yeah. possibly knew it before he even asked mm-hmm. or he thought it might be.
3: Or well, he probably did it because of that.
6: He
0: mm-hmm. knows it's therapeutic. Right, and she's just confused because she expects to be getting in trouble now because she broke his nose, and he's praising her.
6: Right.
0: She's just like, wait
5: a minute.
3: You know what it kind of reminds me of? I don't know if anybody's seen, like, Saving Private Ryan and stuff like that, but I've also heard from other other stories, like, there has been, like, your gun has jammed or like you ran out of ammo and there's nothing left. It's just a piece of metal in your hand. And I've heard stories, and seen, especially in Steven Private Rock, they just throw the gun at the person.
1: Mm-hmm. No, The really funny one is you have Superman stand there and the bullets bounce off him and then the bad guy throws the gun at him and he ducks.
6: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, dear.
2: Now you're reminding me of the Sherlock Holmes movie. (laughs) They have their whole fight with the hammers, and he's facing the giant guy with the absolutely giant hammer, and he has one that's something like three inches long. And yeah, really not a contest.
0: Not so much. But she realizes that she feels alive. For Mm -hmm. the first time in a really long time. She feels something, and she's worried a little bit that she's forgetting Harry, slowly. But no, that would never happen. Mm
2: -hmm. And he asks her to stay after class, and at first she thinks, okay, this is where the punishment part happens. But what he really wants to know is if she'd consider becoming an Auror instead of a Quidditch player.
5: Mm
3: -hmm. It kind of reminds me of Harry McGonagall in uh, Flying Lessons in the first year.
4: Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Where she comes out and he thinks he's in trouble because
2: she goes mm-hmm.
4: to get the wood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's he thinks is it something <laughs> that
3: you to <should> beat students? <laughs> I forgot about <laughs> that.
2: Yeah. It's just Oliver.
3: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, Oliver! Yeah. I love Oliver. Oh yeah. So
1: now he's yelling at her. He does yell at her
6: mm-hmm. because. He
1: Well, he says, I heard you were being scouted for Quidditch, and she said I was, and then I heard you quit the team. I've gotten busy with school. He's like, bullshit. Mm -hmm. Your marks are at the bottom. Mm -hmm. You're not doing anything. You've let yourself die right alongside him. Yeah. And she says, how dare you? And he says, do it. Curse me if it'll make you feel better. You need the anger. It feels good, doesn't it?
6: Yeah.
1: The anger gives you purpose.
2: Mm -hmm. And 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 I kind of want to know more about this guy you get the idea yeah. that he's had some of this experience himself,
1: mm-hmm. yeah well, and you know almost it's almost like he's there to wake her up, right mm-hmm. you know
2: well, he probably is plot wise but you know <laughs> yeah, well, still. you know what i mean
1: i, I mean as a mm-hmm. but and we find out, i think that he volunteered for this job, I
0: don't think he volunteered in these first chapters
1: I don't think I don't know we if we do or not yet. but i think he, i not i awful. think he volunteered for this. He's here because he asked to be here.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: And he's like, you know, you need to wake up. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. You, you says, want to play Quidditch? I really don't Fine. care if you want to be an Auror or not. You can, you can play Quidditch, you can he be did. an Auror, you can be an owl groomer. Yeah. But as long as you find something <laughs> that you like doing and do it. Mm-hmm.
0: And she says, I can't be an Auror. I don't have the newts. I don't have what I need. The
2: training, the, the schooling, right.
0: And he says, mm-hmm. you don't have to. What are you missing? And she says, potions. And he smiles. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can't think of a way to take that exam? And she says, well, I don't think I'd pass. And he's like, yeah, you just cling to that excuse. But you remember, (laughs) because one day, instead of I didn't try, it's going to be I failed. And then are you going to be able to live with that?
6: Right. Mm -hmm.
0: And he challenges her. If you want it bad enough, you will find a way to do it. Right. And she's just, she doesn't know what to do
2: Mm -hmm. And it takes her a few days to think about it and dodging Hermione's questions, because of course Hermione has questions, and she wonders if this would be what Harry would want for her. And then she dreams about it. Then she has a dream, yeah. Yeah.
0: But it's a different Harry. He's different. He doesn't smell like Harry. His glasses are broken. His eyes aren't green, but dark in color at least. And she's just not sure.
1: You know what I always thought when I saw this comment here? Do you remember the Empire magazine where they, they beat up the picture? Mm-hmm. P.S., you may remember this. There was a picture, it was a promo picture that was taken, and it was on the cover of Empire magazine a couple of years ago, and it was before Half-Life Prince came out. And it showed Harry, Dan Radcliffe, with broken glasses and bloodied and everything, and it was like, my yeah. God, where did this picture come from? Then we find out that it was a clean shot, no broken glasses, no blood, and somebody photoshopped all of that in. It was very good Photoshop, <laughs> but it was photoshopped in, and it was put on the cover of this magazine. And this—that's what it reminded me of: the lenses cracked, the broken—you know—he's it. Just that's what it <laughs> reminded me of, and I'm wondering <laughs> if she if had that image of that picture in her mind when she
0: wrote that mm-hmm. line.
2: I don't know. I don't think I'd ever seen that. I'll
0: have
1: to put I it in the we show notes. Suppose can
2: find it and put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so then she's dreaming of the Quidditch game, and it's all of a sudden become brutal. And instead of Quidditch, it's become people fighting and spells being tossed. Right.
1: And mm-hmm. yeah. and mad people. Reminds me of when they fled Privet Drive.
2: Because mm-hmm. she said she's drifted so far away while they were playing and things that she doesn't remember what it's like to play Quidditch properly anymore, and her dream Harry has said to her, do something you do remember. And Mm -hmm. she remembers being in the DA in the year with Deathly Hallows and all of that stuff, and she protects some of the people who are being attacked in her dream, and then she wakes up.
0: Right. And there's several people standing around her, including Hermione. And, you know, she Mm. says it's just a nightmare. And Hermione says, "If you want to talk about it," and she's like, "No, I don't
2: want to talk about it." I suppose Hermione must be in their dorm now because she came back and their seventh years.
1: Around. Yeah, so, so, I mean, yeah, she's with the she's with the seventh.
3: That makes
2: sense.
3: Um, Rowling said that she um, Hermione would go back to school, and mm-hmm. that she did go back to school. That's for her seventh year. And stuff where Ron and mm-hmm. Harry did not. Yeah. I think she did really keep with canon of like, Ron going to the store to help George, George and all that, mm-hmm. and, and that and stuff. So yeah. I mean, she did keep canon that
2: canon stuff for about a month and a half, and then everything takes a sharp turn to. Everything just
1: yeah. Did, did you get Did you get this that the ministry had sent his things to her, and apparently his entire estate passed to her
3: as well. Right. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I forgot. She has I, the watch. I missed that part of the sentence. I, she has the watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the same watch that they'd given him the year before.
1: Mm-hmm. It was from her uncle.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It was Fabian, I think. Oh, right. I, I forgot about that. The watch that the wizard receives on his 17th birthday, it, his head was dented, mm-hmm. and it was Fabian's.
3: Right.
4: Yeah, I, and, I, knew, uh, I, remember, well, I knew it was Fabian's, but I didn't make the connection here. I forgot somehow that... Baby and with
2: Jenny's uncle. Yeah. Molly's brother.
0: I just finished a fic today, yesterday, where it was a Fred and George fic. And part of it was Arthur telling George a story for Fred. At this point, they're both in the same body because one is killed. And Arthur's talking about these twins and how they are always up to mischief and, you know, all of this stuff. And as you're listening to the story, you're thinking, he's talking about Fred and George. And then he says, they had an older sister, which I'm not sure. Was Molly older than Fabian? That's I what I know. always assumed. Okay. Well, that's I always thought is. so,
1: too, because because I think she was married and had that's true. at least Bill that's by true. the time that they were killed. Yeah. So and they were killed fighting Baldy.
0: He's telling this story, and and George is thinking that he's talking about him. And he says, and they had an older sister, and George interrupts him and says, But I don't have an older sister. And he's like, Yeah, no. And he keeps telling, and he's telling the story of Fabian and Gideon. And it just, it was really neat. It brought tears to my eyes. It was really poignant. So, this kind of. You know, I
4: always guessed that there was. Now, I know I probably am getting them being twins from Shoebox. Because they are twins in shoebox, So I don't know that it's canon that they were twins.
0: No, I think they were twins. But
4: I did always. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, always I did always that that in
0: that
4: well, associate in my mind. I don't Fred
6: know where George that's from, Because I think I, I
4: assume ideas. that they're mm-hmm. named after Hold them, on. F and G.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Fred and George are named mm-hmm. after Fabian and Gideon. Yes.
2: Yeah, right. they've got the Fabian. opposite middle name. It's Fred Gideon Weasley and George Fabian, Fabian Weasley.
4: Oh, is that canon? I always imagine that. I'm so glad it's canon, because that's what I've always sort of had in my head, you know, as it
6: it should be. Mm -hmm. (laughs) is as it
1: should be. (laughs) (laughs) She gets up at 7 o'clock in the morning. She decides that she's going to go talk to Dole, and goes off and sees him in his Mm -hmm. office, and says to him, I was wondering, what would I have to do to take the oral entrance exams?
0: And he says, the exam's in May. And she says, what about my newts? And he says, yeah, if you have a recommendation of a licensure, you can take the test without them. Your scores will be considered later, but you can take the test without
5: them. Apparently
1: that's because Harry. Mm -hmm. He didn't have the newts either.
0: Right. And so she says, would you recommend me?
2: And he says, not yet. Right. She has to work and get everything back in top shape within eight weeks. weeks. Yeah and then he'll do it. Yeah. She, she one-ups him and says, I'll do it in six, and then walks out the door and says, what did I say?
1: Yeah. <laughs> what was I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> I think oh, I would say, what say? Into? No, that would be a, where the hell is Hermione? <laughs> I need help now.
2: Yeah,
0: but she doesn't go to Hermione No, so she first. doesn't get to
2: that yet.
1: No, she mm-hmm. doesn't. She goes to... Slughorn first.
6: Lucky. Mm-hmm. Yay. And Yay! Yeah. I was waiting. I was so happy. You
0: see, he he was so helpful. He was helpful.
2: hmm She kind of had to blackmail him into it a little bit, but not by much.
0: <laughs>
6: Just a little.
0: And it talks about how he volunteered to do the detentions a lot the last year, and that he basically saved. Yeah,
4: them. that's another thing. Yeah, that's another thing that I always sort of guess, or an idea that I really like. Mm-hmm. My personal can.
6: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I think that he, that makes perfect sense for him, though, because he knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. Just like McGonagall. McGonagall tried to take as many of the detentions as well right. because they were trying to protect the students. They knew what was going on. And, and I think couldn't do anything. As as a Slytherin would seem like more,
4: like the Death Eaters would, like he could pretend to be more on the Death Eater side. Like, obviously, not as extremely as Snape was, but he could certainly pretend
1: more mm-hmm. than McDonagall was. Mm-hmm.
2: He could wangle more of the detentions because they'd think that he would be harsher sure than he actually ended up being.
1: Right. right. I mean, yeah, I can see him now. Okay, everybody has to chop lover worms. <laughs> you know, that's their detention. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: No, Instead of no, no. Lover. He had them
0: filling out mail orders. Um, Supply or mail order requests for uh candied pineapple.
5: Or <laughs> or
1: having them or having them check out black market contacts with all of his goodies.
4: <laughs> yeah. Sounds like fun
1: detentions to me.
6: <laughs>
4: I think that's kind uh, for Hagrid. I think they would what the carers would do is they would say, you're going into the forest with Hagrid, and Hagrid wouldn't make them do anything. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. Or Snape would. I, mean, I think Snape did that. Some... Snape
4: did that because he knew Hagrid was nice. And he well, what was, he did for them into the office.
1: Right. right. But that was canon. I mean, that, that, that was in... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, was, no, I know it was canon.
4: That. The when, when they broke into the office, Snape gave them detention with Hagrid because he knew that it would put up a show of being harsh, but he knew Hagrid would be nice.
6: Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm.
0: And I like this, you know. I just wanted to say hello to my favorite professor. And he's like, if I were actually your favorite professor, you would be in my potions class.
4: (laughs) Right. (laughs) It doesn't work. Mm No. I love that it doesn't work. I love that they don't just paint him as being a complete pushover, which a lot of fics do. Mm -hmm.
5: They do. Mm -hmm. She writes him very
1: well. I I really don't think he was a complete pushover, because look how hard he tried to hide from the Death Eaters. Mm
6: -hmm. Mm -hmm. If he was a
1: complete pushover, he would have been recruited.
6: Right.
1: Or he would have been dead.
6: Merlin's beard! No need to disfigure me, Elvis.
4: Well, I must say you make a very convincing armchair, Horace.
6: It's all in the upholstery. I come by the stuffing naturally. What gave me away? Dragon's blood.
2: She did, she got him quite right. though. hes He's got the, you know, bouncy, jovial manner, but he's still, there's some intelligence behind that. Mm-hmm. There's a reason he's in Slytherin in the first place.
5: Yeah.
4: And he is a good teacher. Like, he's not just one of these teachers that's going to, like, sign permission slips and recommendations willy-nilly. He is making her understand that this is difficult and that he's actually going to make her do
2: the work. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but, but he doesn't set too. the newt, so if he didn't make her do the work, it just wouldn't be any good. Mm-hmm. She could easily go through two drink sessions with him and do easy stuff and get progressively more of that right, but then she'd get to the newt and not know half of it. So
0: And he says, you know, what you want to do is impossible. Even the students that were with me last year and this year are struggling to keep up, and you've already missed half the year. You know, this is going to be really tough. And he's not at all sure she can do it. And he says, you know, I don't have time to tutor you that much. And she says, okay, thank you. Thank you for your time. And she starts to walk away. And he says, well, what about, you know, Gwyneth Jones? I I can set you up with her and we can get you back into Quidditch. And she says, no, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And that's when she blackmails him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do this for Harry's memory she yeah. hates to do that I don't blame her but he says I
3: was, I was like that's a good Slytherin trait there for her
1: yeah <laughs> alright I'll help you you know it's like oh I can just see him okay Albus I'll do it but I want
3: yeah. <laughs> Professor it was, <laughs> very, for it, it, it was a very hairy thing to do where it was like, it was like it was, it was
6: mm-hmm. very don't you love my mom yeah mm-hmm.
2: if it was written after the movies he probably would have brought up Francis
5: <laughs> oh gosh
6: It <laughs> was a student who gave me Francis On spring afternoon I discovered a bowl on my desk Just a few inches of clear water in it Floating on the surface was a flower petal As I watched it sank just before it reached the bottom Transformed into a wee fish Beautiful magic Wondrous to behold the flower petal had come from a lily Your mother
1: It was written after the movie, I think No, it wasn't, I'm sorry March through June of '09. Mm-hmm so yeah, it would have brought up Francis, that's terrible.
0: So now she's got so two professors she, on her side.
1: And now she's
2: gonna go find Hermione and go,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Remember when you offered to help me with what it is I'm working on? And I told you I'd tell you when the time was right? Um well that would be now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> help
2: Yeah.
1: And yeah, she's gonna do it.
2: I try and get everything back up to the top. And
1: that is the end of chapter three.
0: And we go to four.
1: We go to chapter four, and chapter four's title is Be
2: Somebody. Which is what she's trying to do. Right. And we're on into winter. It's snowing thickly outside, and she's packing up a bunch of stuff to take back home for the holidays. And she really doesn't want to do that, but Hermione's kind of forcing her to take the break.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she's been working so hard. That she needs this. She needs to recharge her batteries. Yeah,
1: but I can understand her saying, I'm not sure that I want to do this. And we're going to stop. We're actually going to, this is the part that's going to be cut out. <laughs> because <laughs> we're going to say goodnight. And then we can just take this and stick it on the end of the
0: podcast. So, okay, thank join guys. us next week. Sorry. It's all right. Oh. Know. So, She's got a date with
3: the milk, man. Yeah.
6: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Shut up. Don't go on a date with the man. I'm sick. I haven't heard from him. Maybe Yay. I will get a date from him now. Well, good night, Trish. So, oh, good night, all. Oh, I'm sorry. I I hope that and, uh, we're going to be here next Wednesday too. Yes.
6: Yeah.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. So, good night, everybody.
3: Good night, everybody. Good night. All right. All right.
2: Only right. not really, but we're ah! sneaky with the editing okay. like that.
6: <laughs> good night, Trish. <laughs> Good night,
3: thanks. I guess you can hang up on me, right, too? I can. Oops. Hang up Maybe. on me. All
6: right. Success.
3: Ooh. <laughs> I just lost everything. Oh, there we go.
1: <laughs> okay, so she's packing up. It's the holidays. Mm-hmm. And this is not very long after she started. This is like she's been at this for three weeks or a month. Mm-hmm. And she is bringing everything back up. And actually, it's been six weeks because she turned the application in that morning.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: So, which is good. Mm-hmm.
0: And he signs it in front of her.
1: Yes.
2: Of course, she does and have to keep it up again. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: the line yeah. here, Hermione's mm-hmm. like, You've been working yourself to the bone. You need a break. And Ginny says, I'm fine. And Hermione says, Harry used to say that all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. And he was never fine either.
1: Yeah. And he'd say, I'm fine, Hermione, in just the same tone you used.
2: Yeah, Just stick that knife in and
0: twist it a little.
2: (laughs) Well, she's not doing it on purpose.
0: No.
2: And Ginny is a little better about talking about things more than Harry was.
6: He
2: says, yeah, there's a lot that I'm still dealing with, but really I am trying to do everything well. And it's just that when I focus on this training, it helps. That's why I'm doing so much. Mm
6: -hmm.
1: This, you know, I wake up in the morning and I remember to breathe in and out. Yeah. You know, and it still mm. hurts.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and Jenny smirks at her and says, are you telling me I need to revise less? And Hermione's like, no. <laughs>
6: <Take> <laughs> breaks. <laughs>
0: I would never say a thing like that. Mm-hmm. So they decide they're going to go down to Hogsmeade early so that they are there. And as they start out, Professor McGonagall stops them and says, I need to talk to you, Miss Weasley. And, you know, she, I, I'm sure her first thought is, oh, no, what's happened now? It doesn't yeah. really say that, but you know that was her first thought.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, her very first thought is that oh, I haven't been trouble. playing pranks or anything. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, the yeah,
1: the first thing is I haven't done anything to get into trouble lately. And then it's, what's wrong?
0: Mm-hmm. It's not my family. Mm-hmm. And...
2: Uh, at least McGonagall says. So far as I know, your family's fine. Just come with me.
0: Yeah,
1: and she has been handed the papers of the or uh, application application. Mm-hmm. And she says, "I wasn't aware that you were planning on on doing this."
0: Right. And Ginny says, "I wasn't. Well, not until." And hmm. McGonagall says, "I understand."
2: And this is where I had my light bulb moment about. Hagrid being head of house. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, she's headmistress, right, okay.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> because
1: she's at the headmistress desk? Oh, the headmistress persona! <laughs> yeah. That's funny you mentioned that, because
4: I've read a lot of fics that take place during this year where McGonagall is simultaneously headmistress and head of Gryffindor, and still teaching transfiguration. Like, they I guess they just didn't want to make up another teacher or give Hagrid a different job. She shows up in the Gryffindor common room, and then she's described as teaching transfiguration, which boggles my mind, because it's like, where does she find the time?
0: Right. And she can't do both. She can't be head and head of house. That's a conflict of interest.
2: That's how she got the transfiguration job in the first place is because Dumbledore can't teach transfiguration and be headmaster at the same time.
4: Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. And she, it was middle of the year because presumably Dippet died. Right.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So she has, she's telling Ginny, she says, I understand. And I offer to help Mr. Potter become an or no matter the obstacles. That's when she was talking to Umbridge. Mm-hmm. I'm going to extend the same promise to you. Right. Some may call it favoritism, but I'll do anything I need to do to get you past your exams. And and this is to help McGonagall get through this too.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do everything that I possibly can to get you where you need to be.
6: Right.
2: Yeah. And she offers to help Ginny with transfiguration, and Ginny thinks she might just take her up on that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> She's gonna need it. <laughs> yes.
2: I'm gonna need everything that I can Ugh.
0: And Ginny spontaneously kind of hugs her and mm-hmm. that flusters McGonagall and she gives her a really quick hug too and then says, Don't miss the train <laughs> <laughs> Zoom out the door and we yes. have a scene
1: change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Complete with snogging. <laughs> yes.
2: Which makes Judy rather uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. Anything to do with couples. So it uh, makes her yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, well I can understand
1: that.
2: I imagine it would just because it's her brother too, but mm-hmm. you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he gives her a bad time because she cut her hair.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: he says, Harry liked your mm-hmm. hair long and she said, Harry's dead. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. oops. <laughs> that was a little harsh.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: And he says, I know. She says, I can't go on living my life for him anymore. He is gone. Mm -hmm. And neither should you.
2: She's really just frustrated in general. And (laughs) then she goes in to the kitchen and Molly starts to make a comment on her hair. And she's like, yes, I know. Ron already mentioned how much Harry would have hated it. Molly's like, I was just going to say I liked it. Yeah.
1: I think this is a lot harder for her. Well, this, you have to, rem- and I'm going to say it, you have to remember that this is the first time that she's been home since the funeral. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think everyone's on eggshells because they're not sure how to act, right. mm-hmm. you know?
2: I think she did probably stay at the burrow for a little while after the funeral before heading off to school again, but that's yeah. the next thing we saw.
1: And then we have the freight train of Ron come in and now yeah. he's mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. he's mad at, at Ginny
2: he's had time to stew on her comments yeah
6: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Molly gets mad Ronald Weasley and she's like no mom it's alright I said something stupid and he has every right to be angry with me and he's you know mm-hmm. pacing around and saying you walked around Hogwarts like a zombie and you know I can
1: just see him walking around the kitchen flinging his arms out mm-hmm. because he's he's just infuriated
6: oh yeah <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. you know are you the only one do you think that you're the only one who loved him you know mm-hmm. it's just and he's actually having more he's actually he's, in, this is,
2: he's inherited he's, Harry's guilt issues
1: yes, yeah That's exactly
2: well it. he's almost worse than she is
1: mm-hmm. she now has a
2: focus he doesn't yeah right She's had this aura training to get her through things. And he's just feeling like, oh, I was I was off doing silly things in the joke shop. And Harry needed me and he got killed. Yeah. And this is just tearing him up.
6: Yeah,
0: I wasn't there. Because he was there for everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even though it was Harry who ended everything, you know, he was the one that went on in the first year and, and everything. It was always came down to Harry. Ron was always with him. Yeah, Or at least with him most of the way. Right. And this time he wasn't there. And look what happened. It has to be his fault.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and he doesn't have anywhere else to... Like I said, he has no focus.
2: Yeah. He doesn't know who to blame. So he's going to blame himself. Is, like, it's not Ron's yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. He's there for George. But it's not... He doesn't have something that's his that he can use.
1: So Ginny comes in and she says, I'm glad you weren't there. Mm-hmm. Because... If you had been there, you probably would have died too. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And she tells him what Kingsley looks like, because he hasn't been. He hasn't right. been able to think about it. And Hermione tries to reassure him as well that Harry would just be glad Ron was safe.
6: Mm-hmm. And yeah. Ron mm-hmm. knows that,
2: but it's still well, a lot for the take.
1: He doesn't, he's blaming himself. He doesn't know who to blame you can't blame the guy for breaking into the minister's office because he's dead. Mm-hmm. You can't take it out on him because because he's dead.
6: Right.
2: You can't take it out I on the minister think they even because... I know who he is.
1: I, no, that's, that's exactly right. He can't take it out on anybody. And so he's blaming himself for something that he totally wasn't there, totally could not control, but he's still guilty.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then- he goes off and Hermione goes with him to try and calm him down, I guess. And Ginny needs something to do.
5: Yeah.
0: So Molly gives her potatoes to peel and says, sometimes when I really need to do something with my hands, I peel them with a the knife instead of using my wand. And so Ginny just started peeling potatoes. Peeling
5: and
2: carrots. It's, it's potatoes. He's yeah. chopping carrots, actually. Oh,
0: chopping. Yeah, that's it. Chopping carrots.
2: It's a vegetable. It yeah, works.
0: A... Any vegetable will do. Someone just keeps conjuring more and more and more.
2: And she's just concentrating on making them all exactly the same width of slice and all this stuff.
1: And Bill comes in, and she keeps cutting. And Molly says, "So has floor gotten over the flu?" Yeah. And he shrugs and says, "Well, it wasn't the flu." <laughs> <laughs> Expecting a baby,
2: and mm-hmm. she and that uh, breaks Ginny out of the zone. And
1: yeah, think. she well cut, almost cutting your finger off will do that too.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> but uh, that's why she missed the carrot. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and Arthur sees it happen, and he's like, "Oh, we might have to go to St. Mungo's. And Molly's missed the whole thing because she's congratulating Bill. And Ginny's yeah. like, no, no, I'll be fine. And and this I find a little hard because with the Weasley boys, Molly's going to know some healing spells. So that I yeah, that a cut, even if it's down to the bone, that they would have to go to St. Mungo's for that. I, I don't buy that. Yeah, I, what I, is
1: I, the risky yeah. for them? But this was, she thought this looked more serious than she could handle. That, that's what she was afraid of. And
2: but Jenny's trying to tell them she can heal it, and they and she does. They don't believe that, and then she does with hardly any problem. And they're like, where did you learn healer spells? Mm-hmm. And
0: she yeah, drops the bombshell.
2: She says, it's also an horror spell. And uh, by the way, I'm applying to the academy. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah. And Molly leaves.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Goes out the back door. She can't handle this. No. And George is just going, uh, wow. And Bill says, yeah, I think you might have trumped my announcement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: And before you ask me if I'm doing it only for Harry, the answer is no. Not completely, anyway. And Ron has come back in and has heard this, and it's just like...
2: This is going to kill Mom.
1: You're going to, yeah. What are you doing?
2: Yeah,
0: she can't lose another child. What do you think you're doing?
1: And she says, I'm doing it because I'm damn
2: good at it. And he says Harry was good at it, too. Yeah.
0: But they can't protect her
6: forever. Mm -hmm.
1: No, they can't.
2: And they're a little bit surprised, because last they heard, she was going for the professional Quidditch thing, and she says, well, I can't handle that, it's just a game. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
4: Which makes you wonder, like, how much of Ginny's earlier funk they knew about. Right. Because, like, did Hermione tell Ron, say, that Ginny quit the team?
1: I don't think so. And I'm surprised that Molly and Arthur didn't know anything about it, either because... If she had gone from being a "quote unquote straight A student mm-hmm. to being a failing where her grades were Don't you think one of the teachers would have written the parents? Yeah, I mean,
4: that doesn't surprise me given that Hogwarts didn't even do did they even write a letter when the student was petrified?
2: Yeah, they did. Depends on which fic you read. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs>
1: It it certainly
4: does.
2: In some of them, them, the Grangers have this whole stack, and uh, in some of them, they know nothing. Well,
1: and then we had the ones where Penelope's parents were notified and basically washed their hands of her. Mm -hmm. That is new to me. They were muggles. She was muggle-born.
4: Right. I knew that.
6: I
1: don't
4: remember that. Yeah, but I've, uh, I've never heard that.
1: After the end
2: Oh, okay. I haven't got that far in that
4: one. I didn't realize that had happened in there. i read that, but I didn't remember that yeah, part she, of it.
1: Yeah, she basically, they disowned her. Because every time she would come home, her mother would pray over her. And Oh, yes, I remember that.
4: They were religious.
1: It was yes. a religious thing.
6: Right. Hmm, interesting.
1: And once she was petrified, they basically said, we're done, you're no longer our daughter. You know, we don't care if you live or die. Mm-hmm. And, yeah... I was like that yeah, at 16 don't... years old.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there is anything in canon that says whether when parents are notified and of what.
1: I can't
4: remember. Like, the Dursleys, were they ever contacted about? I seem to remember and I don't know if this was just a fic or not, but wasn't there a time where Dumbledore said he had contacted the Dursleys about something that happened to Harry, and Harry thinks, oh, well, it's not like they care.
2: Yeah. Well, that uh, sounds familiar, yeah.
6: Isn't
1: that when he when he broke his head?
6: Or yeah, yeah, when
1: when mm-hmm. hit him with the bludger.
2: Because he w- he was thinking something like, "Oh, they they'll just be sorry I didn't kill die. myself." Mm-hmm. Yeah,
6: yeah,
0: didn't die, and I don't know that that's so much that Dumbledore wrote a letter with somebody saying, "Well, won't your family be concerned?" And he's well. you're yeah. going to be concerned that I didn't follow through and actually get myself. Yeah, I I
4: remember. I was trying to think of instances where Hogwarts notified the parents about something that has happened to the student, and I'm thinking that they don't, which is probably why it's realistic that they didn't know Jenny was failing all her classes. because
2: mm-hmm.
4: mm-hmm. yeah, right. apparently
2: Hermione's told Ron some of it, but she must have not have told him everything. Right. And we know...
4: And I can see she, Hermione not wanting to break Ginny's confidence. Like,
2: I mean, yeah. Hermione
4: does... I mean, her, she is the same Hermione that ran to McGonagall about the broom in P.R.A., but I think she also thinks that Ginny should be the one to tell them, especially since it's such a personal
1: decision for Ginny.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: So, and we know that Hermione didn't tell Ron about the aura thing, just some no. of the other things.
1: Which is why he's yeah. so mad at her, too. She says, "I can't play Quidditch. It's a game. It's not like it's important." And he says, "Now you even sound like him."
6: Mm -hmm.
1: I don't think he told anyone, but he was offered starting seeker positions, and he and she knew about that. Mm -hmm. And Bill says, "I think it's a good idea." That doesn't mean it doesn't scare the shit out of me. Right. And then she says, "I need to go track down mom and dad." And she eavesdrops again. And Mm -hmm. Molly is just, "I can't bury another child."
2: Mm-hmm. We also get this point that there are rumors. Who, yeah, the guy who came in and killed Harry was actually after looking Harry.
1: for mm-hmm. Harry, and it wasn't an accident. And Jenny's like, uh, "Okay, I've had enough of this conversation." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Out the door. Yeah, but she talks to her parents. I'm sorry, I told you this way. And,
2: and apparently, very well, really.
1: Arthur cause... knows Dole.
2: Mm-hmm. hmm He's a fine or. When yeah. Molly wants to storm off to Hogwarts and uh, tear a strip off him.
1: <laughs> I'm waiting for the howler. Yeah.
2: And they're not angry with her for making this decision. They're just really scared. And Molly says, You should do what you think you need to do, but I still hate the idea.
4: Yeah. I love the portrayal of the Weasleys as parents in here because I think that's something that is very true to how I think they would react, and I think that's very true to how really good parents should react. I mean, the closest thing I can miss to is basically is like, joining the military. I mean, the Irish here, usually in Canada are more like police, but I feel like this thick portrays it more like some sort of combination of military
1: and police. Mm-hmm. Well, I always was under the impression that the, especially with this story, they're almost like the FBI,
4: or
3: the like CIA. Yes,
6: yes. Yeah, yeah. You
1: know?
4: Mm-hmm. And it just reminds me of those commercials, those commercials for the army, where the where the, the kid is like, "Oh, I want to join the army," and the, the the mother's like, "Oh no!" And then they they you know like they get talked to by some army person, and the person's like, "Oh, it's a, a great idea." You know, you know what commercial I'm talking about?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's like you said, you know that it's how a parent would react. They're going to react because almost angry in that you know they're reacting out of pain and fear but it looks like they're angry but at the mm-hmm. same time they're proud of the decision that she's made and that she's gonna stick to her guns and and you know basically says you may not like what i've decided to do but this is what's right for me and they have to respect her for it yeah so well they
6: uh, it, it, it's
2: she says this is the kind of person you've raised me to be I need to do what is best for me. Right. And I don't think they would have taken it well anyway, but the fact that this comes on the heels of all this happening to Harry just makes everything harsher. It's
1: kind of like somebody saying having an older brother or having somebody, you know, who was a cop in the family get killed and having the younger brother say, okay, now I want to be a cop.
3: Right. The parents are going to, like, say, no way in hell. (laughs) You know? And that's... Mm -hmm. Basically, what we have here. It's not that we don't want you
1: to succeed, it's that we are terrified for you. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah,
1: You know, we just lost As somebody a... that we all love and we don't want to lose you to. Right, mm-hmm.
0: we don't want this to happen.
2: Right. In most fix where if Ginny decided to join the ORs, there would be some of this reaction because they know it's a dangerous career and this is their youngest and their only daughter and all of that. Yeah. But then, in this case, they've just had an example of exactly how dangerous it is brought home to them. And so, right, yeah, it's like you said, they've already had a child die, and now their other child wants to do the same thing, and it's just, everything is worse. Uh-huh. But I do like that they aren't hysterical about it, and they let her make the decision she needs to make.
6: Right. So,
1: then we have a scene change. Mm-hmm. And... Jenny has gone to see Kingsley Shacklebolt at St. Mungo's.
0: Yeah. Like she snuck in the, the sweets.
6: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know Molly's... if you're
0: allowed to have these, but we're going to put a little charm on them so nobody else can see them but you. Right. <laughs> and, oh, by um, the way, Mom made them, not me, so they're not going to poison you. <laughs> right.
1: Uh, yeah, he, the, he is
2: three times <laughs> before he has one.
0: <laughs>
1: now, he has been here for four months Mm -hmm. and he is thinner and she didn't get to see what he looked like last time she was here because he'd been bandaged
6: Mm -hmm.
1: and now she's seeing the damage to his face
0: he still has a few bandages on yeah but
1: but he is damaged yeah and you know she's doing the how have you been and i love the wig wag (laughs) 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 and andromeda has been visiting him mm-hmm. and has brought him a tree, a little Christmas tree. Which is
0: dead beyond belief. <laughs> yeah, poor
1: tree. Your tree is beyond hope. And I could go get you another tree.
0: Or I could just make it green.
1: And he wants to tell her something. Mm-hmm. And he wants to write something. He can't get it to work. Right. And so he's writing.
0: And he has trouble with writing as well. Yeah. So she can make out a G and what may be her ends. And she thinks that he's talking about her. Right. And she doesn't get it. And he kind of sighs and sinks back into his bed. And she's just, she came kind of, I think she came out of almost obligation.
1: Well, she's there to kind of try to assure him that she's better mm -hmm. and what she's going to do. Right, and, and you
4: see here, she's sort of, she's starting to take on Harry's role, because especially as evidence later with Teddy. I mean, yeah. she's seeing that he died. I mean, Kingsley didn't die. He, he was there with Harry when he died. They have that connection. Kingsley has always been a friend to Harry, was his mentor. So I think what she's doing is she's just trying to keep that connection alive, like keep a connection to Harry. Mm
6: -hmm. Because even if she
4: otherwise doesn't know Kingsley really well, they have Harry in common. So she's trying to build something there.
0: So she's telling him, basically, you know, I've packed up Harry's things and and I still love him and I miss him, but I have to move on. And this is what I've decided to do. I'm going to be an Auror. That's how I'm moving on. Yeah. And he...
2: He listens, but he's, he's yeah. still tired, so...
0: And he kind of... You know, she gets the impression he wants to tell her, no, don't do this. Right. But he nods instead. Mm-hmm. And then he yawn, yeah, yawns and kind of makes motions like he wants to go to sleep. And she realizes that it's dark. Or starting yeah, to get spent dark. Yeah, she's been there for a while. Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: And she goes out and she asks, you know, says, I'll be back when I can. And... She goes out and talks to the nurse, and she says, you know, I wonder what his status is. And the nurse says, we're not supposed to release that kind of information, but I know that you're a friend.
6: Right. Mm -hmm.
1: He doesn't have any visitors, Mm -hmm. and he doesn't have any family, and it would be best if someone could be with him. He's well enough to release now, but they don't know what to do with him.
2: Mm -hmm. There's nothing left they can treat.
1: Yeah, they can't do anything else for him. And what about a house elf? Right. And the nurses, I that would work. And, and you yeah. might be
2: able to arrange something with the ministry. And right, Ginny's kind of reluctant to do that, and she's.
1: Well, <laughs> and all I could think of was Winky. <laughs> Where's
0: Winky?
2: <laughs>
0: but it's not Winky. She goes after. No.
1: No. It's Andromeda. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Creature. It's creature.
1: Yeah, it's creature. Who's. With Andromeda <laughs> and Teddy.
0: <laughs> Helping out. Helping Which I think Teddy. is a great fit.
1: Yes, yeah. yeah. me too. So she goes so she, to talk to Andromeda and to Creature.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And She talks to Andromeda for a while, and Andromeda gets Creature to bring them uh, tea, I think. And she says, actually, I'd like to talk to you as well. Is there any way you could help Kingsley without missing your duties with... Teddy and Andromeda, and he sort of thinks about it and says, probably he could do both. And Andromeda says, why not just have Kingsley move here?
0: Yeah. Right. Which isn't something that Ginny had thought of, but what a perfect solution.
2: Mm -hmm. And apparently,
1: Harry had been staying both at the burrow and with Mrs. Tonk, Mm -hmm. because she says... With Harry gone, I'd feel safer with someone else in the house as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he'd been looking in on Teddy, I expect.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. And Ginny kind of feels like, okay, Harry said thank you. Harry mm-hmm. knows that this is, this is kind of a wait-off, you know. She's helping to take care of all these different things that Harry would have been dealing with had he been there. He would have been the one finding a place for Shekelbolt to be. He would have been the one yeah. protecting Teddy and Andromeda.
2: Right. Yeah. So, And that's the end of Chapter 4.
5: Yep.
1: That's the end of Chapter 4. The name of Chapter 5 is Changes,
2: in Which does not make me think of a Three Doors Down song, but apparently it is.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. It's track number 9 on Away From the Sun.
0: <laughs> it, it really gets me. We have a restaurant here called Three Doors Down. Yeah, it's supposed to be a really great restaurant, and apparently it was in one building on the block, and something happened, and they lost their lease or whatever, and they moved three doors down from where they used to be. So and that's, the that's why they're called Three Doors Down. <laughs> yeah, oh, that makes nice. perfect sense. So, <laughs> and my brother's friends have worked there off and on for years, so I I know about. It. I've never actually eaten there, but I know all about it.
6: Hmm.
1: So. If you hear any weird squeaky noises, it's because someone has pulled every toy out of her bed and is now chewing on them one at a time, and three or four of them <laughs> to squeak, so.
6: already then. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay. So, chapter five. She is going to the tests. Mm-hmm.
6: Is that
1: right? No. She's or pre-training.
5: No,
0: first day of training.
1: That's yeah. right. Pre- first day of training.
0: Um. Yeah. She walks in and she's told, you're early. And she says, yep, you know, Ginny Weasley is her reporting for training. And then the next two people come in and he's like, you're late. <laughs> she's like, wait a minute.
2: was <laughs> well, not just early. <laughs>
0: yeah. It made me think of Dudley, you know. Whenever Dudley gets home, that's the time it's supposed to be. And if you, you come in after Dudley, then you're late.
1: Right. Oh, mm. uh, yes. Oh, and then, of course, we have the drill sergeant. Welcome to our training, maggots. You've just entered hell. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Apparently can only speak in short, barked phrases.
1: Yes. By the end of eight weeks, if you've survived, you'll move on to full training. If you can't handle that, leave now. Yeah.
2: Uh, you and belong the to me. The forest guy twitches. Today.
1: Yeah.
0: There's only four of them. And she's the mm-hmm. only
6: girl.
1: Weasley, Collins, Shepherd, and Adams. This is the or class. This is in June. Two weeks after Hogwarts,
4: mm-hmm. and these aren't Hogwarts kids. These are no, all not. people that
2: mm-hmm. they've tried. Um, she, she finds either out they yeah, they tried before tried. and
4: washed out, yeah. or yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. just waited and were older when they applied. So but I think I got the impression that Ginny doing this so young was unusual. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I like this. And four days later, she seriously doubted the decision to join because her body hurt in places that Quidditch had never discovered. Oh, dear. (laughs)
2: Wow. Uh Yeah. There's only so much you actually do with Quidditch. Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah, that's what always bugged me is that they, I mean, I can understand getting tired from being on a broom, but especially Mm. Harry having Quidditch-toned muscles, if I can go on this tangent, Because Harry is the speaker, and he does nothing for most of the game. Harry actually plays about 30 seconds of Quidditch.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) He flies around and looks for the snitch.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You get whatever muscles you get from holding on to the broom, and that would be most of it. As opposed
1: to a a chaser, which is what she was. Mm -hmm. And a chaser has to handle, to be able to handle... The um the waffle. waffle. I mean, I look at I look at them like basketball players
6: Mm -hmm.
1: on brooms. Really, (laughs) you know, it's like what it is is quidditch is basketball. If you
4: had a guy that walks around the court and then all of a sudden just catches
6: the ball,
0: right? (laughs) That's Harry.
2: (laughs) And two guys off on the sides who keep beaning you with other things.
0: Yeah did you did you ever notice that dodgeball thrown in?
1: Did you ever notice yes. that the, the kid with the worst vision was given the 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 role to catch the smallest thing? <laughs>
3: it was like, yeah. yes, I'm like I'm
4: trying to imagine myself as a seeker could not do it. I can't see.
2: <laughs> There's a reason the snitch is shiny. <laughs> yes.
1: Yep. Oh boy. So they yeah, do have I will a say in
2: the books where movement. Harry tries to catch someone's watch or something. <laughs>
0: I think you would have some muscles from. I mean, I I realize it's sitting on the broom, but still, you would mm-hmm. have some because it's, you have to it's be like able the muscles to you get horse riding.
5: Wait, wait, wait!
6: Okay. You're shifting back and
2: forth yeah. all the
0: time. Yeah, yeah like that's what it is. riding that. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, Harry's not going to get the. Six pack and the giant pecs and things from being a seeker.
4: <laughs> <laughs> they, they act like he pumps iron.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it I don't also know, maybe, totally maybe shows he flies
6: around
1: hanging
0: off of the broom. No, that's Ron. ups. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
1: So
5: anyway, we're way
1: of course. She. <laughs> so she is in basic training.
6: Where the hell have
3: you been, soldier?
6: Trying, sir.
3: What kind of
6: training, son? Army training, sir! Army training, sir! Just like last night, I'm in Who the chicken across the road? to get the left to the right!
1: And she's been the first in and out the door. The laps, the stairs, the mm-hmm. training, everything, but now she can't even move because she's hurting all over. Yeah. And
0: She's hungry, but she, she's too tired to move, but she's decided she better go get something to eat or she's going to regret it.
1: Right. And one of her...
2: run-in with Collins.
1: One of her teammates, yeah.
0: Who chats her up,
2: Right, Basically, basically yeah. And eventually she has to pull her wand on him. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Chris's neighbor.
6: Yeah, kind
1: of like. <laughs> oh my God, it's the milkman. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Let we'll me make cut this those, clear
1: but... to you. I am here for the training, not so you or any of the other blokes can chat me up mm-hmm. or add mm-hmm. to the marks on your bedpost by getting into my knickers. Right. <laughs> I was just asking. Oh, don't.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> asking on the on the off chance.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, i just wondered. you had the application and everything, want a shag? <laughs> uh, great. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. we have a scene change five weeks later, and she is... Exhausted. Exhausted, yeah. and she's really, she misses
2: Hogwarts. Because she'd been pushing everybody away and drifting through things and such, but there was always people there that she could talk to, mm-hmm. and here she doesn't feel like she can talk to anybody, because collins will just try and jump into bed and shepherd is taking it as an insult that she's half his size and is doing everything better than he does and
0: <laughs> yeah and adam's quit right mm-hmm. so right. you
2: do go collins the drill and sergeant talk about how homesick you are and yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right
0: and i really like this scene because she's trying to get through the obstacle course and she's got to get over the wall and usually she can do it. She doesn't quite know how she does it, but she manages to get up and over. And today she can't. She just can't. She just doesn't have the energy to get that extra little oomph to get up there. And he hit the wall. Yeah, literally.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. She gets up halfway and then just slides back down because her arms refuse to keep gripping. And
1: <laughs> yeah, well, she has quite a reaction to the fact that she can't climb over the wall.
2: Mm hmm. Mm hmm
1: she blows it up <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> eventually taylor the sergeant has just said get to the other side of the wall and so yep.
5: she says she does she says, okay
2: and walks through okay.
4: and this reminded me of the movie mm-hmm. where she blows this Ginny thing up
2: super reducto yeah
1: yeah and someone says it's cheating that's brilliant and then he's like okay the drill sergeant's like okay you've made it past the worst surprising her. I think that was a course record today, Shepard. Collins, well done. Weasley, nice hex.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. she thinks she's going to get in trouble.
1: Yeah,
2: or kicked out.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, and this is where things sort of turn around for her a little bit with Collins. He seems to become an actual likable partner type. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I think he's realized that she could probably hex him into next week. Mm-hmm. And I think
0: and, he realized that she's there to stay and yeah. she's serious.
6: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. This She's so, not just there to look cute in a uniform. She's there to right. get the job done.
1: And apparently Harry had taught her that hex after the battle because it was to help her deal with Fred. It was because she needed to blow things up.
2: Yeah. Good Always good to have.
1: So he taught her how to do it.
2: I like the glass recycling. That's fun.
0: This, I'm, I'm going to take us back just a bit. But the, uh, the whole blowing up the wall, it made me think of Indiana Jones. Where the guy's coming at him with the sword, and he's just like, screw it, and pulls the gun out and shoots
1: him. <laughs> you know the real story behind that, don't you? I do
0: know the real story
6: behind
1: that, yes. <laughs> if y'all don't know the real story behind that scene, where the guy mm-hmm. comes out with the sword and waves it around, and Indy just looks at him and takes his gun out and shoots him. Harrison Ford had the flu. Mm-hmm. And they were going to do this big physical scene where he runs back and forth and avoids the guy, and Harrison was like, no screw it. pull out the gun and shoot them and the director was like perfect nice <laughs> because they had this whole thing choreographed and harrison was just like i can't do this i'm so sick i can't and and lucas was the director i was it was it spielberg or lucas i don't remember who directed that
5: i don't remember
6: now either.
1: but one of the, one of the two says well what are we going to do and he's like why don't i just shoot him?"
6: And they did. That's that's how it got in the movie.
2: (laughs) He's come up with a few good ad libs. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we have another scene break here. She's gone to bed. Collins has basically patted her on the head and said, Good job, kid.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And we have seen change, and eight weeks has gone by now. Mm-hmm. And this is the last day of training, last day of basic. And Adams had dropped out completely four weeks into the course.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: So, Colin and Shepard were on their second try, both having dropped out once before. So, here are the three OR trainees.
0: And they give them brooms. And mm-hmm. he's like,
2: Yeah. <laughs> Nimbus She's 2001. she about been thinking about missing flying. And there it is. Yeah. Colin says, you're going to fly laps around us. Ginny's like, yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, you think so? Yep, I am. You bet I am.
5: <laughs> and she just,
1: you know. I love this line. Ginny couldn't help the grin that spread over her face as she wrapped her hand around the first broom she came to. It felt so right to have the solid wood in her hands again. She rolled her eyes at that thought. It sounded so dirty when she said it like that. <laughs> These are all of Colin's remarks had gone to her brain, or she was channeling her older brothers.
6: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. uh, well.
4: she... I thought that was funny, more for the implication that Ginny narrates in her head. Ginny's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> narrating the story in her head. It feels so good to have
1: wood in my hands. Oh, can I just think that?
0: Oh. <laughs> Somebody's been reading fanfic. <laughs> So um, and Collins is okay on a broom, but he's not good. Shepard is uncomfortable on a broom.
1: She's doing literally doing laps around them. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm.
0: And I love this. She waits until they get just the right distance apart and she, you know, lays forward on the broom and basically just splits them in half. She just goes right yeah. between them.
2: Mm-hmm, because they're, just... they're both doing circles. <laughs> yeah. They sort of meet up with each other and circle on right. as they go. So she waits until they're coming close to meeting up together again and zips in between them.
0: Yeah, and then she does a Wonski feint.
2: Wonski feint.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Just...
2: Collins is really impressed. Yeah. She saw yeah. He saw that at the Quidditch finals.
1: She says, I saw it too. Harry learned it by watching Crum. I learned it by watching Harry. Mm-hmm. And that's
0: it. And then
2: we have a scene break, and she's back home. Mm-hmm.
1: It's the burrow.
2: And she hadn't thought she'd ever feel so glad to see it again. There And
1: it is. the first thing she does before she even goes in right. is she goes and talks to Harry. Mm-hmm. Now I know what you saw in this place the first time you came.
6: Yeah, I like that line. Yeah. And I know
0: it's silly that I hear your voice speaking to me sometimes. I'm not a nutter, I promise. Logically, I know it's not you. It's my own mind
2: but mm-hmm. it helps if I think it's you. Yep. I'm amused that she's talking to herself about how talking to herself is making her look like a nutter.
6: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Mm.
1: Yeah. So um, she goes home. And, and
2: She tries to sneak in, but the hinges and, aren't oiled.
1: And someone is eating. Gee, I
0: wonder who that could be. Hmm. Let me think. Come on! <laughs>
2: Stealing <laughs> biscuits. Yep. He says, hey, hey, you should sign up. Maybe we'll teach you not to get caught stealing mum's baking.
6: <laughs> <laughs> like? and, and he uh, says, you
0: look different. You look happier. And she says, well, I'm not sure that's the right word. And he says, all right, content.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe. Yeah. And then he says, I'm Perfectful. proud of
1: And she looks yeah. at him and says, and Harry would have been proud of you, too. Mm-hmm.
2: And she asks how he is because she really hasn't asked him that for months.
6: Right.
2: And he says, well, he's coping. And Hermione's got him talking to a counselor, which, which is, she hadn't even thought of.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? I think that's also a muggle thing, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think that's a wizard thing. I think that's a muggle thing.
0: Yeah,
5: I've okay. seen an things American where they thing.
2: come up with mind healers.
1: And- I don't think it's an American thing. I think it's a muggle thing.
0: Well, I was just thinking of Keza, because Keza, when Keza was talking about, you know, in Australia, they don't do therapy like that. They just cope. And so that's mm-hmm. what it made me think of. It oh. was more of an American kind of a thing.
5: Stiff
1: upper lip and all that crap.
0: Yeah.
2: Walk it off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I also,
4: you're right. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I'm sure there they are wizards, these therapists, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they were model-born.
6: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and it makes sense that it's Hermione's idea. And he Ron says, would never have done that on his own.
1: No. He says, how are you, how are you doing? She's, I, I'm not sure I could talk to anybody about it. But I deal with it in other ways. And he's like, like did you blow anybody up? She almost. <laughs> because, you know, that's I blew
2: After
1: Fred died.
2: Mm-hmm. She blew things up. Yeah. yeah, so he knows that about her. And, uh, and apparently she got the highest score. Of course, there were only three of them, but still.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they talk about Mom and how Molly is scared, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh,
2: and eventually Ron drags her into the... Um, Somewhere.
5: Yeah.
6: Where the
1: rest Out of the, of the family kitchen is. into
2: the next room, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and guess who's standing on the stairs? <laughs> I love this. They may not have taught lethal, Ron, but I can still make you cry like
0: a little girl. <laughs> Jane, stop portraying <watching> your brother. <laughs> yeah. 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 She's pinching him because he's got her in a headlock and is kind of dragging right. her in.
5: Yeah.
1: So she is now uh, on active duty mm-hmm. as a trainee, she's in classes yeah, every day. They have classes. Awesome. Classes, office work, and physical training.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Collins is the best at doing the class part. Uh, right. Ginny's doing fairly well in most of them and tops everybody in charms. Mm-hmm. Right. Shepard really isn't much of a class guy. and. Uh,
1: no, but Shepard's the physical one.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if he's dyslexic or something like that. It doesn't mention He, yet,
1: Yeah. He has trouble with the reading. So, yeah, I, I think you're right. He reminds me, and I don't think Don't take this the wrong way, oh, Hufflepuffs. But he reminds me of Neville. Mm
2: -hmm. He reminds Mm -hmm. me of Neville. Early book Neville. Yeah. I was going to say he reminds me of, oh, I can't remember which fic it is, but there's one where Molly teaches a pre-Hogwarts school, and Draco and Crab and Goyle end up being part of her group. Goyle rules! And it turns out that I think, I can't remember whether it's Crab or Goyle, but one of them is dyslexic, and she's the first one to figure it out. None of them really like the office work. no they, yeah.
6: <laughs> <And> <laughs> right,
1: but that's what they're doing when the minister comes into the or headquarters and mm-hmm. she gets that same feeling feeling that she had and now it's been it's been almost a year mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. they lost Harry.
0: yeah and once again it's when he touches her. yeah, and I don't know if that's significant or not, but that's when it happens.
4: I think sometimes you just know. Like, there's people you get a vibe about.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
4: And they just rub you the wrong
2: Something way just by looking is at them. Something
6: just
1: wrong about him.
2: Yeah. hmm And, I'm uh... i sure we'll come up and we'll find out all sorts of things about, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: And that night, she has another dream yeah. about Harry.
2: And she's been having dreams about him ever since she'd come home, and it's very strange. Yeah. Because they start out as ordinary enough dreams, and then things always seem to go weird. Yeah.
6: Well,
0: that's kind of how dreams go anyhow.
2: Mm-hmm. This is another thing that even the first time I saw it, I could see how you might film this because they're dancing in the garden of the borough and they're both wearing their aura robes. And then he makes a remark about them being married and she looks down and she's actually wearing wedding robes now.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. I could see how you'd fiddle with the camera angles so you could make that work. Right. Stuff like that.
0: And she's like, oh, that's great. That's exactly where I want to be. And then he says, I have to go. Yeah. He pulls away from her.
2: Mm-hmm. And once again, his eyes are a different color. Than they're gray. In the last one, they were dark, and now they're gray rather than green. And, and then Minister Winters appears in her dream, which is not great. And then but he, he says,
1: you'll be fine, Ms. Weasley.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He'll be back soon, and you can be married again. And she says, no, he's gone forever. He and Minister says, not forever.
0: Yeah, with a strange smile on his face.
2: And then his eyes start turning red, and all sorts of weird things happen, and there's oh, green he, flashes. and
1: He uh, yells something, and hits Harry in the back with a green flash, and mm-hmm. he crumples to the ground dead.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
5: and
0: she screams and looks for her wand, which she can't find.
1: In the mm. wedding robes.
2: She can never find things in dreams.
1: Mm -mm. And then she wakes up. Oh, I didn't kill him, Miss Weasley. You did.
2: Wonderful place to wake up. Yes. yes. And there's this paragraph that says, Logically, she knew she hadn't killed Harry, and neither had the minister. And I'm going, are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) He may have. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But she knows it's a dream, and everything is muddled up. And Molly has heard her screaming, and come to see if she's all right, but... She doesn't really want to talk about it right now. She pretends she doesn't remember any of it. But really, she remembers absolutely everything, which is weird for dreams. Yeah. Mm
6: -hmm.
2: She decides something has to be done because she's having all these dreams all the time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's the end of chapter six. No
1: more of that chapter, the end of chapter six. Chapter five, chapter yeah. five yeah. Sorry.
2: We're moving it's on six. to part six. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> it's actually I'm looking at the link to chapter six as I'm saying this, so, yeah. Yeah, it's
1: actually on fanfiction.net, if you look at the parts, part one was the preface. Mm-hmm. So, part oh, right. six is chapter five. Right.
4: Part mm. seven. Yeah, it's like chapter as the software knows.
1: Yes, chapter yeah, six
2: is part seven. <laughs> <laughs> and then on sink into your eyes, they've attached the preface to the beginning of chapter one, so they do okay. match up. I and
1: then,
2: yeah, still depends on where you're looking.
1: And
4: <laughs> I will say, I, I want to say something because this is real. I mean, this would be a prediction if I hadn't already read the story. This is something that I I guessed or started to think about, or like a theory I had at the time. Mm-hmm. I was wondering which of these characters... I thought one of these characters was Harry in disguise. One of the... Like one Colin
0: of, or Shepherd, or one of, those. one of the.
4: Yeah, one of the I Chinese. thought some character some character in the story was somehow Harry in disguise.
1: Oh, I see. Mm, interesting. The author's note for Chapter 6 says that she had some minor health issues, so we had a little bit of a pause here when she was sick, so we didn't have any posts The chapter is aptly titled Train. Imagine, if you will, a huge, loud train just beginning to move. It's creaking and rolling, the rails beneath it rumbling. Slowly, it starts to pick up speed, and you're there, strapped to the front of it. (laughs) Yeah, that's where (laughs) we're going with this one. It's one of my favorite chapters for several reasons. You'll also get a few answers to questions, which will probably give you more questions. (laughs) Enjoy! (laughs) So that's, that's this is Chapter 6, Train.
0: And you know how trains, I mean, this is kind of a preschool thing, so it's probably start out slow. Everybody knows. But not only do they start out slow, if a train has a lot of cars on it, they start out backwards. Yes. Because once they pushed all the train cars together, then they start pulling. They're literally pulling one car at a time rather than the whole load. So if they've pushed it all backwards and they start moving forward slowly, they have one train car length before it hits the next link to get going. And so it's just an easier way of getting going. And the engine would actually have trouble pulling the entire train if it didn't have that little bit of leeway.
6: Yeah, it's that
1: extra oomph so you can yeah. get it going.
2: So at the beginning of this, she's made, well, first she tries throwing herself into classes. She signs up for another class. She increases her training. And eventually, she has to get away from these nightmares, so she she's decides to move out. Yeah, she's having the nightmares. Mm-hmm.
1: So she's threw herself into her classes after the first nightmare. She signed up for an extra class after the second nightmare. She increased the physical training after the third nightmare. And after the fourth one, she decides she needs to get out of burrow. Right.
0: So she's looking for places, and she's got her mom with her. And, you know, Molly's like, are you sure you want to do this? And she says, this is exactly what Harry did. And Molly's like, yeah, and I didn't approve of that either. <laughs>
1: you know? yeah. I can um, imagine this happening. Bill. Bill's moving out. No!
0: Are you sure you can do this?
1: <laughs> mm. Mom.
0: So she decides, yes. yeah, they find a place, and it needs a little work, but it's doable. And Mm Ginny's just going to use it for sleeping anyhow. I mean, she doesn't, she's spending all the time. She
2: has no time, yeah. And actually, Molly kind of enjoys the project once she gets into it Mm -hmm. of getting everyone over to fix up this place. Right. She's a little bit like Hermione that way. She likes to organize things. Mm
3: -hmm. Yes,
1: that's a good girl. Sorry, the good girl is aimed at the dog, not at Molly. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Oh, well. Sort of figured that
1: she finally so, lay down. It was like, okay, good, stay there.
0: So she's in the in the library, or something like that. I, this confused me because this almost seemed like she was back at Hogwarts. Is she? She shouldn't be back in Hogwarts.
3: No, but so, she's in the library of the Ministry. Yeah.
0: Okay. See when I'm listening, I, I'm well,
1: not... and and she's almost like in the in the common room at the Ministry because. She's eating lunch. It doesn't
2: say where she is. It just says no. at her table. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so. but she's eating lunch. It's like the cafeteria.
0: Okay. But Katie Bell has shown up and is talking to her about Bill's new baby. And Ginny kind of grins and says, I'm not the only Weasley girl anymore. Yeah.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. And how Ginny is apparently making waves. Everybody's talking about the great new aura in the department. Ginny tries to downplay it all. because, Yeah, well, you know. She's yeah,
1: here's it's it's been almost a year now.
2: Right.
1: Katie mm-hmm. says, I haven't seen anybody since Harry's
0: funeral. No, she can't quite mm-hmm. say that,
6: but yeah. Yeah,
2: and apparently Ginny's trying to finish the program in a year, and she's narrating to herself again. It, that sounds really weird when you actually say it out like that, but mm-hmm. she just wants to get done with the paperwork stuff as soon as possible. <laughs>
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, Katie says, you were always about the action. I guess you're more like Harry than you thought. That's why you were good for each other.
6: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Apparently, Katie works in records. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. I was just going to say I was interested to find out what Katie does at the ministry, but it does say in there. Mm
6: -hmm. Yes,
1: because it talks about all we hear about in records is this amazing aura who's kicking everybody's ass. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have a scene break.
0: A scene break and Director Roberts is saying, Uh, Weasley, in my office, ten minutes. Yes, sir And, you know, Collins is like, Uh oh, now you're in trouble Mhm. And she gets up there and basically and is, this
2: strange older orer who's there, and she thinks she knows what his name is, and the director is like, "Okay, this is your new partner. Change robes." Yeah. Like, yep. what? what? Well, what? here, here,
1: <laughs> here we have the placements too. Collins is leaning towards evidence gathering and magical forensics, which mm-hmm. makes perfect sense because he's the bookworm.
6: Right. And he's Shepherd to wants pop. a
1: Shepherd wants a field assignment because yeah. he's the brawn. Yeah. And, and she's not really uh,
0: sure what she wants.
1: Yeah, she doesn't. She's not really sure. But they assign her to an Orr named Trammel, and he is going to be her senior partner. And yeah. she has now graduated from training and is now an Orr. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. And she's just trying to take this in and keeps kind of giving her head a shake. And he uh, takes her to the office and charms her name onto the nameplate in the door, and she's just staring at it. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And she keeps calling him Sir.
2: And he he's gets like, mad at her.
0: Don't call me that. My name is Tremall. That's it. Mm-hmm. Don't call me anything else. And she's like, Yes, yeah, sir. Uh sir. Um, sorry, sir. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And she's like, uh, do you have a first name? <laughs> yeah. Do you think I have one? What do you think it might be? She's like, Uh Linus? Yep, that's it, that's my name.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's like, I'm going to call you Linus just to make you mad.
1: Yeah, and apparently he's a crusty old guy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've only had three trainees in my career. You're the third, and only the second one I've requested. My first request was denied.
2: This doesn't make sense to her. I suspect that was probably Harry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like this. I'll call you Trammel, Ginny. decides, although I'm half tempted to call you smartass, <laughs> that's that works too. At least that's what my mother always like, called me.
4: <laughs> I reached the point by this point. I reached the point where I was so convinced that one of the other characters was Harry that I was doing like anagrams and stuff, oh I was no. trying to. I mean, I think Trammel was my leading candidate for being secretly Harry.
6: Oh my, <laughs> yeah. Well, the- like,
4: it was between Collins and Harry, and then I figured it couldn't be Dole because he'd been there before Harry died, presumably.
6: Mm-hmm. That makes
4: sense. Because he, he didn't show up in the story, he was, you know, there. Mm-hmm. But so it was between
1: Collins and Traffle. <laughs> <laughs> so right. what you're saying is this is your Edgecombe, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> That's
6: what she's saying. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh,
1: And if you don't understand that quote, just ask Trish. She'll tell you all about it.
2: (laughs) I'm sure she will.
1: Trish is going to so hurt me next week. Um,
0: It's okay. I've already gone to Facebook and, and Facebooked her and said, This just in. Colin is the milkman. I just, and I sent it to her. She'll get it in the
1: morning. Oh, it is the milkman. Oh, she's going to kill us.
0: Okay.
2: We skipped time again. and she, Right. She, it's several weeks or months or whatever later. I think uh, it's yeah. four, four months. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's October. Yeah. And she has been working even more hours than he works. Because he always works six days a week for 18 hours. And she's been working 20 for seven. Right. And
6: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And he says, you're going to kill yourself. And you won't do me any good if you're dead.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is October.
1: It's been a year.
6: Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it. You wonder if the time of year
4: makes her uncomfortable. Yeah. Because it's the time of year.
1: Yeah. And she's mad because why does everyone insist on counting off the days?
2: Right. Pointing it out.
1: Why would she make any plans for the weekend?
2: And he says, I hate October. In their right mind, right made up a holiday where people run around all trussed up creating mischief. Yeah. And she's like, oh, You're a few weeks off, but. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
4: yeah. That was probably my biggest piece of evidence that Trammell was Harry because Halloween is when Harry's parents died. Right.
5: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually, that's a little bit of an, if you'd call it an anachronism or what, but um, for one thing, the wizards don't ha- celebrate Halloween the same way, and no. for another, People in England don't celebrate Halloween nearly as much as they do over here.
1: So well, that, there, that it,
2: there isn't really the same tradition of people getting dressed up and running around making mischief.
1: Right. On no, Halloween. but five days later you have Guy okay, Fawkes Day. Oh,
2: yeah, Bonfire oh, Night. Excuse
6: me, okay. a minute,
1: guys. Um, oh. Sue is beating on the cat. <laughs> Get. Get! Oh,
4: she's beating
6: oh. on the
1: uh, raccoon or something. Possum. I don't know. Possum. Oh, the possums. We have live
4: possums on the podcast. I told possums her.
1: On the podcast. We needed to get an air gun. I'm telling you.
0: I need to get a BB gun. Actually, we thought of a super soaker. That might have worked. The possums yeah. are the worst. You know, the skunk, I just hit the door. He knows better. He leaves. The raccoons, the possums stare me down. They're like, uh huh, are you coming after me? And the best thing is, his dementor is sitting out there on the trace launch going, Yeah, I told him he could have some of my food. What do you mean you don't want him
6: over here?
1: Oh, <laughs> jeez. <laughs>
6: We're way of course.
1: Yeah, I love this line. Hello. She's working all these hours. He's working all these hours. He stands up and says, Killing yourself won't bring him back. You'd better find something to occupy yourself soon because I won't let you work 20 hours a day, seven days a week anymore. Take up knitting. <laughs>
6: I thought it'd be Fine.
1: <laughs> you know, I was listening to a book this afternoon mm-hmm. about someone who needed to relax and she's like, You need to take up a hobby. Take up knitting. I'm thinking, hey <laughs> as I sit here and knit on my scarf. Um
2: mm. Yeah. I really should have brought my in My knitting <laughs> stuff is sitting out in the <laughs> living room. Oh well.
1: Next time. I'm <laughs>
2: about halfway done.
1: The knitting project.
2: But it took me, I don't know three months to get halfway done so i'm not <laughs> going to get it done by halloween you
1: oh well do this, you may have it you'll have it done for the premiere
2: maybe possibly i don't know
1: anyway so he leaves and she ha- mm. she knows she's been working that many hours and she's just she doesn't want to spend time with the borough. she's not there and mm-hmm. she's working out and she just doesn't want to go home and ron and hermione are planning a wedding yeah. Ron had proposed to Hermione out by Harry's grave. They wanted to share it with Harry.
0: Yeah. Which
6: makes, she
4: thought
0: that was like,
1: a little weird. That's like P O U
0: for Harry and Hermione. Ugh. George and Angelina have eloped?
1: Yes. Her mother had been furious. <laughs> um, and so everyone had something in their lives except for her. She, she pretended she lived for work. Right. So she worked. She put in more hours than any other trainee. That's her focus.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone avoids her like the plague because all the other trainees are a little threatened by her. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, she's driven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's looking at her desk. There wasn't much to show for personal effects. Trammel's desk was files everywhere. Perfectly organized. Yeah, I understand this. Mm-hmm. I have an organized mess too. No family photos. He doesn't have a family. He Doesn't have any hobbies. And he said his hobby was sleeping. Good hobby.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that uh, hobby.
1: She has put uh,
2: some Harpies posters.
1: And she's got some pictures. One of them is inside the desk, and two of them are on the desk. I
4: think you know what it is?
1: Yeah, you know you've got.
2: She's got her the family, family, and then one the other of one just Teddy, Teddy and Andromeda and Kingsley, yeah. and. The one in the drawer is going to be of Harry.
1: Yeah, I like the um. <laughs> Ginny has given Teddy his first broom. <laughs> oh, great!
2: <laughs> Doing the godfather thing.
1: That's yeah.
4: Right. That that's what I was. You know, that gets back to what I was saying about how Ginny is like taking on Harry's oh. role. I mean, she's she's mm-hmm. Teddy's godfather. I mean, she's taking yeah Teddy's. I mean, she's, ta- she's taking Harry's place.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I suppose, technically, she's his godmother, but, you know, still. Mm-hmm. The, the broom is the godfatherly thing. I I can definitely see Sirius getting Harry his first broom. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. You know. He did.
1: That's canon. Yes,
2: he I thought did. so. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so now she's hearing Harry's voice in her head again. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. She knows she needs a break, but she can't go to the burrow, and she finally decides she needs to go see Teddy and Andromeda again. Yes. Right. And she hasn't been back for months.
0: And Harry's voice is telling her, You need to go, go. see them.
2: Yeah.
5: <laughs> listen to
1: the voices, of Ginny. Ginny, <laughs> listen to your head. <laughs> head, Harry. So she goes back, and Andromeda's there. and
5: She expects
2: Teddy... to be kicked out for not showing up, and Andromeda's just glad she's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And Teddy's taking a nap.
0: Yeah. So she asks if it's okay if she stays until mm-hmm. he wakes up.
2: And it turns out that Tonks did something fairly similar in her first few years of being an Auror. She put everything into being at work and hardly saw anybody and all this time yeah. too.
4: That's something I had forgotten about before this scene, For you know, that that's something that Ginny can share with Andromeda,
1: because
6: Andromeda's daughter was an I'd
1: completely right. for, forgotten about Tonks. Mm-hmm. And Creature comes in. Creature is sorry.
6: Mm. That's because she...
2: Cause she he gave her a hug, yeah. exuberantly.
6: Aww. Before
1: oh, he wait. remembered himself. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: He's usually more of a butler than Dobby is.
1: So. Yeah, well, creature, creature has changed, too.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And she hasn't seen Kingsley, either.
6: Right.
1: And she asks him how he is, and Andromeda says, I'm not sure what he told you in his letter. And Ginny sat up and said, I never got a letter.
6: Yeah, what letter? And, and
1: Andromeda says, I attached the letter to the bird myself.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: He was so Traumatic intense. Villain. He would sit outside and watch Teddy play, but he rarely interacted with him. And she says, when, when was this? And she says, months ago. When you didn't respond any differently to him, I assumed it had been something private between the two of you.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And Jenny's like, I, I never got anything. He just seemed so happy when I last saw everyone. She says, he was. He brooded in his room, then his friends visited, and he seemed fine. His yeah. friends?
0: What friends?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Robards, which is the director.
2: Right. And Stebbins and Stebbins Williamson.
0: And yes. Williamson. Something that starts with a W. And she says Williamson's the only one that starts with a W.
1: Collins, senior partner. And he and Stebbins were always together. Mm-hmm. They asked to talk to him privately. And he came to dinner. And he'd been happy ever since. And she says, you don't know what they told him? What made the difference? She said, I asked. And he said it was something about his retirement. Maybe it was about paying his bills. Mm-hmm. But, and so that uh, kind of sits in the background. Yeah.
2: yeah and when I first that. read that, I actually thought the minister's name starts with a W.
1: I see. That's what I thought too.
2: But I suppose she would probably know him. Yeah. Just even though he's an unremarkable man, you would still know what the minister for magic looks like.
5: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: And Teddy's just thrilled to see her, and Kingsley smiles his crooked smile and laughs and stuff. But she just she's letting this stew in her mind.
1: Yeah, something's something's funky.
2: Mm-hmm. And then, then we have a we a have a new scene assignment, change. right? Mm-hmm. Tracking a low-level Death Eater who's pushing narcotic potions,
0: which is a new big thing. Mm-hmm. Narcotic potions.
1: No, no new thing. They've been around for years, but, but the demand has grown. Right?
0: Okay, I was going to say something's new.
1: Apparently, two students had been hauled out of Hogwarts for okay. selling them on the
3: grounds.
0: That would never have happened if Dumbledore had been there.
3: No, he wouldn't have. <laughs> Are yeah. you calling McGonagall soft on drugs?
0: No, just not as up on everything as Dumbledore would have been.
2: So we're tracking Eugene Good, who's this potion-pushing push guy, mm-hmm. and Ginny's going to take point. It's yes. her right. first case doing that. Which is kind but of he-
0: scary, because when Harry did his first point thing, He died.
1: Well, this is different. This is in the field. That's true. And for Harry, they they were in a meeting. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, so even more could go wrong here.
1: Yeah. Well, they're a little bit more on their guard here, too.
2: Yeah. That's true. And he calls her boss, because she always (laughs) called him that when they're Mm -hmm. doing teaching things.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, I like this. You're ready. Just don't do anything stupid.
6: Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So they are in a bookstore, I think, and and they're are they just transformed? Are they polyjuice? Do we know? They don't look like themselves.
4: I think they were just, just like little spells.
1: Yeah,
4: I think it'd be hard to be a specific well, person.
2: She does say we'll go with polyjuice That's when so. she's making up the plan. So, so. And,
0: and it had only happened an hour ago, so this is a fresh lead, right? Mm-hmm. And we find out that he was buying Af's venom. And he's probably making Euphoria. So they need to get a team in there and watch his flat nocturnality and get ready to catch him. Because if they can catch him with the ingredients, then they can get a search warrant.
1: So basically, he's making the wizard version of meth. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: oh. Or what's the date rape drug?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Ravis?
6: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: So she is taking the Paula Juice. Mm hmm.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's weird because Tremel looks so much younger mm-hmm. than usual, and she has and long hair. She's got long hair again. Yeah, yeah. And she's, she's like, like, "Why did I ever grow it this long?" <laughs> <laughs> and
0: so they're pretending to be this couple so that he doesn't suspect them. He, mm-hmm. Off he heads.
1: Yeah, they're following. uh good.
0: And they follow him along, and they Trammel takes her hand in his, and her heart kind of hitches, and. Stuff like that, but she's got, you know, she can't let this bother her because this is part of the cover.
4: Right. That was another thing that made me guess that he was Harry.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: And she lets everybody know that they've got him, they've seen where he's going, and she calls him back up, basically, sends Mm -hmm. the message letting him know.
2: And they put up their hoods and mask their faces with a spell.
0: Mm -hmm. And now they're just stalking their prey. Mm-hmm.
1: Right, which he goes is easy into some place. He, he goes home.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she has to take off the protection charms and wards and things. Right, and, and they yeah. seem to have been set by someone a lot more competent than this guy himself, which is interesting to me. I'm sure. Well, I think we will probably come back to something around that later. We never do during this chapter, but mm-hmm. there being somebody that competent setting up wards for your low level creep types.
6: Yeah. There's gonna be something. Right.
2: Yeah.
0: And they go in and blast the door open.
1: And they read him his I don't know, his wizard rights.
0: (laughs) Revised Miranda.
1: (laughs) You're under arrest for the manufacture and distribution of illegal potions. Anything you say can be used against you. Done. And uh, (laughs) um Yes. (laughs) Thank you, Dragnet. We need Dragnet right here. And, and, and Trammell's complaining because it was too easy.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is another thing that makes you somewhat suspicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what exactly is causing this upsurge in these things? So, well, Ginny who, gets the caller because she was on point. And,
1: and she gets- the forensic orders come in. She's looking for Collins and she doesn't see him. Mm-hmm. Maybe he got called in another case. Mm-hmm. She knew he was itching to go out in the field because he was like, you know, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Mm-hmm. But she's kind of upset that she didn't get to to do it and they talk about I would have liked to see your stunner in action I heard you blew Shepherd through the wall a few months ago you yeah. know kind of thing they marched him through Diagon Alley this is what happens <laughs> I love this embarrassingly when they passed Weasley wizard Weezes, George, Ron and Lee stood outside mm-hmm. ramrod straight and saluting as she paraded good paths small bursts of fireworks shot into the air and Weasley is our queen played
5: in the background <laughs>
1: <laughs> that I was great I take the
2: polyjuice must have worn off by now I yeah, don't mention the, that but,
1: uh, they removed the charms already
0: Trammell's chuckling and she's like don't encourage them
1: yeah she's rolling her eyes glaring at her brothers who seem to be even prouder that they've gotten to her their stoic faces threaten to break out into smiles he says I'll let them have their day you're a celebrity mm-hmm. she's like I'm going to kill you all
2: <laughs> yes and then yeah. everybody applauds when she walks into the office, because this is a tradition whenever somebody makes a caller,
1: mm-hmm. Right. Well, this is her first one, too. Yeah.
2: And other orers actually talk to her, which is a shock. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh, they'll only get harder.
6: That's
1: true. And someone comes up to her, or Collins, finds mm-hmm. her, and says, uh, I have to talk to you. And looks down the hall and leans in, and she says, you know, you're scaring me. Mm-hmm. And
2: I like that his first name is Rudyard, by the way. Well,
1: I like I that too, but that's a totally different off-topic thing. Um, <laughs> he says, I need to show you something. I was working on a file, an old file, a case that's already been closed. But Williamson wanted me to take a look at the how the evidence had been gathered. And he slid a single piece of parchment from the file and into her hand. The writing was only a few lines, and it was written by hand. I'm not meant to see this, Ginny, Rudy hissed. No one is. Yeah. And the lines say could use your advice KS and HP getting nosy starting to get suspicious everything might end soon if they catch on do we deal with it now or wait W yeah. and mm-hmm. he says this must have accidentally been slipped into my file do you think they mean and she says yeah. Oh, yeah she says do me a favor and forget you saw this yeah. forget you saw it and he says don't do anything stupid and <laughs> she says you know me he says that's why I said it
6: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Can you talk you know, to Tramiel about this? And she says, I don't know.
1: I, I don't know. And he, he'd even been here during the death either, Your regime, trying to protect those that he could. And he says, I'll give you two weeks, and then I'm going to research it on my own. Mm-hmm. And then he was gone. And she takes it in her office and puts it away where the picture is. Paper goes back into the back of the picture. he closes the cardboard over it and then puts the photo away again.
2: Seals it with the strongest locking spell she knows, along with a hex that turns anyone who touches the door a bright shade of electric blue.
1: Okay. <laughs> Smurf! <laughs> what the hell am I going to do now? So now we have our first hint that somebody whose name starts with a W mm-hmm. is worried about KP and HP, no, KS and K-S. HP, yeah.
6: mm-hmm.
1: snooping around.
2: Yeah, I suspect that the W there is Williamson, as they actually suspect, but... He was sending it to the minister.
1: I don't know. And that's
2: why those two were summoned into his office. But yeah, we we have no idea. And that is is where we're End of chapter
1: six.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Evil laugh. Insert evil laugh.
1: (laughs) So now this is why the name of this chapter is called Rain.
2: (laughs) Things are getting going.
1: Just about to get started here. Yeah. We've, we've just put it, we've just backed the train up, and we're easing it into forward motion. forward motion. Yeah. So, we have had seven parts. We have had high angst. We have had two tissue warnings that people ignored and then yelled at her about. <laughs> we have had aura training for a year. It has been a year. Yeah. Jenny is 18 years old. Harry would have been nineteen at this time, and we have four more podcasts to go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what, what is going to happen? Oh, well, Very tune in exciting. next week.
1: <laughs> Does anybody have any other thoughts about this first part of the story? I, I think, it's think it's
4: a great we've... beginning.
6: Oh uh, yeah, I, mean, I was it's totally an
4: absolutely wonderful beginning. It I blew t- me away. Like I said, totally hooked. Yeah, I read this. I, I think I read this thing in two sittings. Like, I literally
1: could not put
2: it down. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to moving on. Melinda, you really do want to read it.
5: (laughs) Yes, Melinda. Melinda. Melinda, (laughs)
4: come
5: on. I'm
4: telling you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure we'll be more convincing as the weeks come on, because we'll get to the next parts.
1: And then we'll be not saying, Melinda, come on. It'll be... It'll be a little bit more forceful. <laughs> I'm going to drive Maybe. to your house and sit on you until you read Maybe it. Maybe I
4: should should make some kind of threat regarding the fic I'm working on and that Melinda is very interested
1: in reading.
2: There go. <laughs> <laughs> never know. I think we mostly uh-huh. covered our various theories about things. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah, P.S. seems to think that Harry is either Trammell, Collins, or Shepherd.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't really have any theories on that. Some people in the comments think he's Joe, who showed up in the preface and we haven't yet seen again. But right. Who knows? Maybe Trisha will well, have some things we can stick in here, but we'll see. You,
1: you remember that in the preface, Ginny has been away from has disappeared, and has yeah. been gone for a long time.
6: Yeah. Mm-hmm. She went the, to another
1: time zone. And the person who knows <laughs> exactly, and the person who knows where she is is Jasper who we haven't seen since Hogwarts.
0: That's true.
6: Mhm.
1: Because she's going to kick Jasper's ass, let Hermione know where Ginny is. What
0: the phone number is, at least. Yeah.
6: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and at this point I'd completely forgotten about the prologue.
4: Like it had comp- like it was not pressing on my mind. Who is Joe and where does this fit in? It wasn't until, literally, it was not until I reached the point where the prologue is in the story yeah. that I remembered that it existed. Mm-hmm.
1: Actually, because it was a teaser for a future time, I didn't remember it until, well, until she's where mm-hmm. she, she ends is.
6: up.
2: Until oh, it yeah. becomes yeah. relevant. Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. So you can I see think the only
2: reason I did oh, is yeah. because we read things, I read the seven pieces today so Mm -hmm. that I could do the podcast. Mm -hmm. Because this is, it really does catch you up with the story, and it's getting its momentum here. Yeah.
1: Well, (laughs) like I said, when we first started, when she was posting these, and we had a couple of days where she didn't post, people were foaming at the mouth. I mean, it was (laughs) was ugly. (laughs) And it was because she wasn't, she was ill. Yeah, well, I mean, it
0: says right here that she's sick, mood sick. So
1: she's... Well, and and there were actually a couple of places where she said, I'm not going to post tomorrow. I'm going to be out of town. And everybody was like, no, we can't live that long without the next part. And then she would surprise us. Or, you know, there were a couple times where, yeah, it was two or three days. And then we had another one where it says, I decided to post another part for you today as a present. And it was very well received.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I can remember getting two in a day and just being ecstatic. Yeah, I mean, it was...
1: You know, like I said before, I would I am Sue and say, "There's another part up. Go download it now." <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then, and then she wouldn't talk to me. You know, or yeah. she'd say, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Shh, I'm reading." <laughs> you know?
0: I'll talk to you in ten minutes. I've got to do, read this part. And I'd be <laughs> emailing her at work. I got home early. There's a new chapter. And she's like, "Don't tell me that I can't get to it yet."
1: <laughs> I, I couldn't get to Live Journal at work, and that's where she was posting it. So I'd be like, rush home from work, and <laughs> I mean, you know, nothing. The dog would be like, "I have to go out, Mom. I have to download the story
0: first.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when was this that it was coming out?
1: Is there a date on that?
0: Um, well, Keser commented on it March 29th, 2009.
1: Yeah, it was, I think it was almost like the month of February to yeah. uh, right around April. Because I think she posted something April 1st as a joke, and we were all like, ah! So it was like right around the first week of April where it was finished. <laughs> I like well, all this
0: comment here. Sorry, Scott. I jumped on top of you. It says, you have created quite a mystery, Missy. I won't be happy until I've read it all. Cracks, whip. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and it was funny cuz she's reading the comments for the individual parts there. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember when I started posting the word count. Oh, well, but it's I not would it so it was it's later. I started posting the word count. I want to say it was right around chapter 10 because she kept saying I wonder how many words I've got and I would post them. Oh, you've you've reached, you know, 35,000 words. You've mm-hmm. reached 48,000 words and she's like you're scaring me. I mean, it was 150-some-odd thousand words when it was finished.
6: Oh, jeez.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which is a With 300-page My piddly, book.
4: My piddly 43K. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretty good-sized file. But, yeah, I mean, it was amazing. And it's one of those that I highly... Please read this story. You've listened to us to cover the first seven parts, the first six chapters, and... It's emotional and it's well written oh, and man. it's full of angst and and self discovery and it's just it's really good. Mm-hmm. And it's really it's
0: good. well well worth reading. Yeah. Even Absolutely. if
1: even if you're Melinda. <laughs> <laughs> Melinda, I love you. Please read this story. <laughs>
2: As far as the dates go, it has it, the preface was on the 20th of March, Mm -hmm. 2009, but it also, from things that are written in it, looks like this is the rewrite, so maybe she'd posted it before, because things like the removal of some of the characters and various other things like that, so.
1: Well, you remember also that she was working on the last part when she posted the first part.
6: Oh, Mm -hmm. I could never do that.
1: She was not writing it as she was posting it. Otherwise, it would have been months.
6: Yeah, we
0: were really blessed to get them as quickly as we did. Yeah, She had and it all done.
1: She's actually done that before, where she's written stories like this. She has a couple other stories yeah. that are really along the same lines. Uh, brighter Than the Sun and Seeking the Silver. Both have...
6: Yep.
4: Um, I've got her other stuff on my to-be-read text document. <laughs> 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 to-be-read.txt to <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: I
1: there you see. go. <laughs> Your TV Red Text that's funny. But I started reading uh Andy when she posted Brighter Than Sunshine And then when she started this one I'm Literally we were all foaming at the mouth You know, mm-hmm. you need posts, oh my god And it was funny because she Sue would email me at work and say There's another part out And I would be like, ah, you know I get up, we're gonna let, At 8 o'clock i go home and read it like, But yeah, I would start the computer up in the morning Before I would go to work And see the part that had been posted overnight mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, it's very good And I'm all babbled out here But anybody else?
4: No, I think I kind of said my piece interspersed with that. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: I think we've mostly covered what there is to say. As I said before, I'm looking forward to reading the next section of these, and I'm glad you guys recommended that we read it. Mm -hmm. I've seen it various places before. I saw the title. I recognized the title, but I guess it didn't have a strong summary or something because it never really appealed to me as something to read, but I'm Glad we picked it up for this.
4: Yeah. Like I said, I didn't We've even been- read the summary. Like I have, I've to this day, I've ne- not read the summary just because for some reason I just started reading it and I didn't know anything about it. And I went in completely the- blind.
1: When Ryan asked us to take over the main podcast it was like okay we're doing away from the sun there's no if ands buts nothing we are doing this fake (laughs) it was like we're not asking anybody else we're gonna do this (laughs) we've been been voting on it for a year and damn it we're gonna do it whether you like it or not
6: (laughs) we
2: like it
1: yes we did
6: but well, yes.
2: I,
4: wouldn't, I wouldn't have complained. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I guess but that's it for this time. Uh, come back next time, everybody. Listen to us cover the next probably seven or so parts. We'll have mm-hmm. to work that out exactly, but I'm sure you'll enjoy it, and we will too. And I hope you enjoyed this one. Yep. Apart from that, good night, everybody.
4: Good night.
2: Good night. Good night. Bye. So. Hold on to the wonder that those books brought to our
6: lives.
4: Keep each other safe. Keep faith.
6: Good night.